What is up, everybody? We are spoiler casting today. Star Wars The Last Jedi just came out. So, as always, tons of spoilers. This is your only warning. Do not listen to this podcast. Just bookmark it and come back if you have not seen Star Wars The Last Jedi. So, we've got lots to get to today. With me, I'll go to my right that you can't see at home. Uh, This is... For people at home, it's your left. (laughs) Or maybe it's just straight on. Sammy B. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, so I didn't know you were me. <laughs> what? I'm saying hi back no, to you. He's, he's oh, saying hi. Well, you, but I guess you were saying hi to the audience. In this open yeah. world podcast we have. Yeah. You know what, Seth? Hi. <laughs> I was so quiet. Yeah. I could, oh, Sam. You reverted back to quiet. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, there it is. Good. Okay, right. I'll speak louder. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jeff Pavlock, who is growing his hair out That's once right. again. That's right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The return of once the... Once it, sta- it starts, it Return don't of the stop. locks. <laughs> he looks like a dang beetle. Return of the Pavlocks. He's so funny. Want my anime bangs back? (laughs) I want to look like a Final Fantasy character. You're getting them. I really want you to do the like the head head flip. Oh, I used to do that all the time. (laughs) All the time when I was younger, and I had the long hair like that. Emo head flip. Totally, one hundred (laughs) percent. And last but not least, Mister. Cap Americanski, Seth Z. Oh, I can call you call me Captain Porg this day. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Porg Crusader. I'm a big fan. I was a big fan, and I, was, I still am a big fan. Hey, I'm excited to be here. We <laughs> are been uh, talking amongst ourselves Seth. about this movie. Hi, Seth. Hello. Hey, Seth. Hey. hey, hey, what's it? Oh, Hi, guys. confusing, isn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> throw one off. before we get into everything, well, I'm Josiah Leroy, by the way, but you probably just were like, hey, shut up, guy. Anyway, yes. there's one thing... That has been on my mind, and it's completely unrelated to is this. Is it The Last Jedi? <laughs> it, there have been two things on my mind. Have have you all seen your doppelganger in life, whether it's now or in the future? So I'm you, Bruner said you look bu- like <laughs> yes, somebody. Lisa. She looks like Lisa from The Room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's who it was. Like, that's scary. That yeah. is Sam's doppelganger. I don't know yeah. if I've found one for Pavlok or you. There is one, uh, one time a friend pointed out there was an extra in a scene in the movie Across the Universe oh. um, <laughs> that there was this one guy uh, t- like who was standing with Jude, the main character, towards the end of the movie that looks a lot like me. That's the closest uh, I've come so far. <laughs> it's bizarre and it hit me like a just a slap in the face. I look like right now with this kind of like half beard and slicked hair, yeah. a younger version of the old man from Home Alone. Think about it. A younger version. Of oh my gosh! Man. The guy who like goes oh. through and like shovels and puts yes. the salt on the ground. It, I was I was in the bathroom. I was washing my hands. I look up in the mirror. You're and like, oh. oh. <laughs> There's a shovel murderer guy. You know what? Really, he's a sweetheart. You know what? That guy with the heart of gold. If I'm not mistaken, ready, the younger version. Okay. Guys, look, I totally <laughs> see it. I totally see it. I pull, okay, you'll I, never so unsee For that. everyone at home, I pull it up on my phone, and I totally see so it. So when they reboot Home Alone Episode 1, the origins <laughs> of that guy, I'm well, going to play his younger you self. You know what? I'll, you'll see the fight with the sun. It's me, guys. <laughs> that that guy, a yo- that actor, when he was younger, was in a... Uh, oh, my gosh, you know about him. This is great. Yeah, was in like <laughs> a low-budget exploitation slasher movie based on the life of serial killer Ed Gein. So okay, you can live up to that. All right, <laughs> go Seth, check that. Where do you get this info? Guys, I've big, I've back- I've seen a lot of grindhouse trailers <laughs> and weird things in my time. I've got big aspirations. I just it's, it's called deranged. Yes, so look up deranged. <laughs> so Fine. there's that. I'll, I'll post the side by side at Joe, some point. What I really want you to do is go up to a little kid in like a pharmacy <laughs> who's about to buy a toothbrush <laughs> and stab your with tape on, on my hand for no reason at all. <laughs> 
structure. Yeah. yeah. Dude, seriously, I it, it, I didn't notice it until <laughs> my hair has gotten too long to spike. So I've been slicking it basically. And I'm like, what is going on? Okay. So thank you for that little tangent. But, uh, you know, I always get off base. Anyway. Yeah. I hope he comes to a con now so you can <laughs> take a picture with him. <laughs> How old would he be? Home he Alone came not. out in like 88. Right? I'm not sure if he's still alive. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that's sad now. Well, 88. Thanks, Seth. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, no, Seth. No, it's 90. It's like 92, 93. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah, no. but so, what we're really here for is yes. uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Pavlak, you're the only one who hasn't seen it twice? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So, the rest of us, we saw it twice. We we're there for preview night, which is Thursday night, mm-hmm. they call it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then uh, went back on the weekend. So, this is probably difficult. I don't care who goes first. Uh, one to two words describe what you felt with this movie. I've got a few if you want me to go first. Um, uh, we can have a maximum of two. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes. Because so I thought one might be difficult. We did this for Force Awakens. Went kind of down the line, um, and it okay. was interesting. How about... You want to start? No, you can start. Oh, okay. How about you start, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Heavy. Is that your only word? It's supposed to be two. It could be two. Up one to two. two. I got yeah. two. Uh, unique. Taken aback. Mm. Okay. <coughs> it wasn't predictable. Not at all. <laughs> but nothing. I. I don't. I sound like a jerk every time I say this. I don't think anything shocked me in this movie. Even some of the the quote unquote twist moments. Really. Uh, I didn't feel like. I don't know. I just didn't. It, <coughs> nothing gripped me like that. Um. I'll say. I'm more surprised at things that didn't happen. I'll say that. Yeah. But we'll get into that. I guess the two words coming to mind are dramatic and grandiose. Okay. Those are two words for me that come to mind. Yeah. All right. I mean, a similar t- theme very, here. Yeah. Uh, but what about you? Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, not that, fair. Yeah. It counts. <laughs> I guess. It's very tough to condense this movie, our impressions of this movie, I and wanted- indeed the impressions of the entire Star Wars fan community in... 2,000 words, let alone two, but... I was going to say, can we do five words? I, re- that would. <laughs> I really... Like, I, two words? Want more. I wanted more. <laughs> Honestly, the two hours flew by so yeah. fast. So closer we to three. Yeah. yeah it was like, two, uh, two and a half. It was like Blade two Runner and 45 length. minutes. Two hours, 45 yeah, minutes. Yeah. About very... Yeah, longest Star Wars movie to date, but... It's just about to ask that. Yeah. In um, my case. opinion, one of the best. Yeah. Yeah, it's up there. I mean, I... So, my first reaction, leaving the theater... Obviously, if you're listening to this or if you know the Geekiverse or you know me, that Star Wars is my thing. Like, I'm hugely passionate about it to a fault. And I felt conflicted immediately <laughs> as soon as the credits started rolling. I uh, as did many, it seems. I just sat there and I didn't know really what to process and I clapped, but it didn't feel like... <laughs> so End of Force Awakens, like, our theater basically was, like, roaring. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. For this, I was like... Yeah, it, it was it was good. Uh, it was really good. I liked it. Like I was trying to talk myself into it. Not that it was bad, but I I looked at uh, my wife. I looked at Pavlak. I'm like, where are they gonna go for episode nine? Where are they going from here? Which you know we can talk about later. I'm still asking that question. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I still it too. But it's kind of sunk in. I for the next 24 hours, I thought like hard about <laughs> this movie, and I looked up stuff online, and I was trying to almost like. It coaxed my way into to thinking better of it. I saw it a second time with more of an open mind, and I saw it almost with looking for the certain details that I couldn't the first time because there was so much to digest in that mm-hmm. two hours and 44 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I w- ended up walking away and ended up loving it. 
I still prefer Force Awakens if I have to pick one o- over the other. Mm. But I love what it it did to take a new direction. It it took chances while respecting the past. Um, I don't know. It just it drastically changed my opinion of this movie. I was at first uh, almost not quite attacking it, but a- attacking some of its what I considered to be directions that I didn't like. Mm. But then I kind of sat there and realized this isn't my movie. This is Ryan Johnson's movie. This is his story to tell. It's it's not fair for me to to say that that's bad necessarily. Mm. So yeah. what did you guys think leaving after that first time and maybe after that second time? Or Pavlok just, you know, with the first time, the only time you were there. <laughs> I, mean, I was just, I loved the movie. I thought it was very, very good. I It did not feel like two hours, 45 minutes. Maybe it was because... At a certain point, like I, I mean, can we just jump to it when Snoke gets killed off? Because after that, I just kind of felt like, okay, anything's gonna happen at this point. Yeah, like, that mm-hmm. took me by yeah. so that took me that so much by surprise. A huge that, twist for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, and it just, you know, we've said this before. It didn't feel like your tra- a traditional middle movie in a trilogy. Yeah. yeah, it felt almost like the start, and it's just more and more new developments were made i kept thinking to myself this this is more than a trilogy like they're trying to tell much more here than a simple trilogy can contain yeah that's it how was i such a deep second movie it's oh yeah it, it, like you know empire like when empire strikes back ends there the stakes are raised the bad guys the villains kind of got the one up for a second right you don't really feel that in this one it's almost, there's almost, um, it's like a troops. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, like a like, stalemate. It, it, there you go. That's a perfect yeah. way to describe it. it it's just, it, it's, it was a very untraditional second movie for a trilogy. Not that that's a complaint. There's just, that's just an observation I would yeah. throw at it. Especially when, you know, so much of storytelling in Star Wars is built on, um, uh, you know, repeating things that came before it, the whole, you know, rhyming idea that George Lucas came up with. And this, uh, Thank you. This uh, and this movie does still uh, maintain that to an extent, I think, but um, it really wildly departs from it. Um, yeah, for me, uh, the first time watching it wasn't quite as jarring as it was for um, certain other uh, people. I guess I've heard that a lot about what mm-hmm. happened with you, Joe. Um, but there definitely was an adjustment period. The, f- the fact that like this is just so different than than what I expected it to be. Um, but I did see it twice. The second uh, uh, viewing kind of just reinforced what I felt about it the first time. Uh, when I when I finished that first viewing, I was compelled to immediately applaud. I was so uh, refreshed and surprised, um, and just just the the emotional gravity, the 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 boldness of the of the storytelling, the way it expands Star Wars. It's it's it is a it like is a Star Wars movie, but it's just a new kind of Star Wars movie that I just, uh, I really adored what Ryan Johnson did. I really appreciated his vision of it. Um, and at this point, I will personally say that I would put it um, above Force Awakens, um, although each movie has their strengths. There are certain things that Force Awakens does better, but um, for me, this made uh, more of an impression on me. And uh, I would put it, uh, like, you know, in terms of ranking all the Star Wars movies, this is the. The first one since the, uh, you know, the nothing cracks the original trilogy to me, but this is the first one that I would consider actually ranking amongst those original, you know, the the, the holy three that I, you know, I never, you know, kind of like, you know, want to toy with in rankings. I, I'm considering toying with them now. What about I'm you, Sammy? Say it a lot. B? Say it a lot. 
I really, really like this movie. Mm-hmm. And I like that it didn't follow the, sub- the footsteps of its predecessors. Mm. Um, I do like that it ended on a stalemate. It left you wanting more, which at least it did for me. I loved it the first time I saw it. Mm. I went back for a second time just to see if there were things that I found out about it that I like didn't notice the first time. And I actually think I loved it more the first time than I saw it the second time because then I was mm. starting to pick it apart a little bit. Mm. Um, but I, I still love it. And mm. as far as ranking it against The Force Awakens, I love The Force Awakens because it did what it needed to do and yes. it rekindled the series. Absolutely. And it will always hold that like that little fragment in my heart because it yeah. really yeah, like it started it all over again. It really did. It was pivotal. Yeah. It, deserves, yeah. it deserves a lot, a lot of credit for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But I also love The Last Jedi because it tore down all those walls that they built up mm. and they challenged everything. Mm. And that's what I like. Like the whole, like this Snoke dying was the one part where it blew me away. I'm like, <laughs> now what? Like, yeah. <laughs> like exactly. what do we go from That's here? That's the two words I yeah. should have yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now what? Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that, I don't know. Maybe we should just jump right into to we, Snoke. Uh, should we? Or, okay, yeah. You, I mean, we don't have to. I mean, we can come back to it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Should, yeah, I wasn't sure if we should. You were progressing through each beat of the story or like what yeah. you had going on? I'll stop. I'm, no, 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 no. You, you're absolutely fine. You guys take it where it needs to go. Um, I, uh, I I guess we'll start with the plot a little bit. Uh, overall, the arcing story. There were a lot of, of subplots here. Uh, a few mm-hmm. main plots. It was a lot of character development, which I feel mm-hmm. like is necessary for a middle movie. Mm-hmm. You you just learn about oh, these yeah. characters in the first movies. Now the second movies, they're building up. You're cha- they're, you're, they're, yeah, they're breaking their stereotypes, or they're at least yeah. trying not you're putting to. Putting them yeah. through the ringer and seeing what comes out on the other end. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And we got that in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It was necessary. You know, we we know a, a a decent deal about our new heroes from Force Awakens, but I thought it was nice to to get more of the screen time with them. Yes. You got such a long movie to do it. You might as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, plot-wise, um, so this is uh, it's a it's more ambitious than what Force Awakens does. This is also like when where some of the strengths with Force Awakens lies because Force Awakens has a more straightforward plot structure. It's it's more it's more solid kind of, uh, <laughs> and the I'm, la- I'm laughing because it literally is like copy and paste of four. But I oh. I don't I don't I don't, I don't agree oh. with that criticism personally. I know I know, but. I didn't know Adam yeah. Burr was here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Wouldn't Herr. have been podcasted. Yeah. <laughs> but continue. But, um, so Last Jedi does take kind of a very broad template of Empire Strikes Back in that Empire Strikes Back is like, you know, it follows mainly two storylines and it's these characters, their misadventures on the way from like point A to point B is, is kind of like what that is. And this movie is very much, you know, it's the it's the, the pursuit of the, the First Order chasing the resistance. And and then you have a couple divergent plot threads off from that. You want to say something? Same? I would say, by the way, I think I won on our last podcast. We tried to say like how it would start. And I, w- I think I was the one who was like, I think they're going to be evacuating the resistance oh, space. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah because yeah. I Dude, was what like, is with you? <laughs> I, I, like, when that started happening, I was in the theater. Everyone, I was like, Yes! My, you everyone's like, for, yeah, yeah, you're two for two now. Yeah, I did. And like, <laughs> we tried to predict like how these movies begin, starting with Rogue One, and just Sam, yeah. Sam's got the inside track. Yeah. <laughs> and my sister's like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I knew this was going to happen. Because to me, it only made sense. They knew where the resistance base was because Starkiller Base was going to destroy them. Yeah. yeah. And they explode. So, I mean, like, and um, like they're like evacuating. I'm like, of course you're evacuating. I was hung up like, that they were going to be jumping basically to Ray and Luke after some flashback or diversion or somewhere else in the galaxy but I mean they were somewhere else you were right 
yeah 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 kudos definitely yeah. it was good the uh, speaking of that opening intro i love john williams little uh nod to some of the original trilogy films with uh i, I don't know if it's a flute Is there it technically a new hope score in that opening shot right when they're zooming into the ships Is yes a new it, hope it definitely yeah. it definitely mm-hmm. i i noticed from the, from the, the opening of a new hope i noticed the I music so. was yeah. definitely very similar to like yeah, one of the trilogy because I, I I recognized it and I was like, mm. ooh, this feels familiar. The yeah. flute I think yeah. was a callback to, jeez, oh, I can't remember. Uh, it'll hit me, but it was directly from one of those original trilogy films. Mm. Um, oh, it could have been five. Now I'm thinking about it because it's. Yeah. I'm thinking. Because now I gotta watch it because I know. I, <laughs> I love, but I can hear exactly what that flute you're talking about. Like oh, I can yeah. hear it in my head. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I I love seeing uh billy lord so carrie fisher's daughter yeah taking an actual like yes i was so proud of that and like she was like take no prisoners which by the way she reminds me of Maisie williams like she's got like the face but uh um like she's just like just get these transports out of here and i was like you go girl yeah you know it (laughs) i love that immediately she goes oh no and then you see the star destroyers coming out of hyperspace and then hearing kylo ren's theme for the first order yeah oh my gosh (laughs) that gives me goosebumps it was so well done and if uh so i have the soundtrack it's about seven minutes long that intro track from the the crawl to what's going on there Mm -hmm. it's all over the place from the the flute Mm -hmm. to the resistance theme to uh the first order with Kylo Ren's theme, it was all over the place and it just goes, man. Like this movie just does not stop. It doesn't know. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I do love that um or no. I'm I'll save I'll <laughs> save it. I'll save it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, but that entire um that opening sequence was just absolutely riveting with um, you know, the way they brought you know, they brought some like new kinds of things with dreadnoughts and bombers kind of expanding the the, you know, new Star Wars vehicles and everything, and just that whole the, the the just the the logistics of you know it was like kind of like Rogue One about there's some like logic and strategy about how this bat how battles will take place and like oh it's a dreadnought's a high priority target what's the risk and the way everything happens with the bombers is just so edgy or seat incredible <laughs> and it's kind of like a big disaster that's post fall oh yeah yeah, but yeah. It's, uh and which is kind of begins his arc in the movie yeah, but I do love that it's what like what opening. would you do like at what cost would you like try and go to like i don't want to say war but like what's the cost of trying to take out a dreadnought instead of like getting away well leia says that she's yeah. like you can't yeah she disobeys his order or her, her orders well which uh, by the way you can't solve I everything by blowing because, something up um <laughs> i like because i i mentioned this in the theater because we were watching it again and like mm-hmm. I, I saw it so i could like i sat there and we were like whispering about this and i was like okay so leia they don't listen to just poe they also listen to leia she at any time could have taken them out of there Mm-hmm. You know, he took off his headset not to listen to her, mm-hmm. but she could have talked to the other pilots and was like, you are just dis- like, you, it's a, you're, um, it's not like, a, it's a mutiny if they're not listening to the orders of their higher commander. Right. Yeah, I guess we don't know that she actually did do that or if. I feel yeah, like I she let him go. She was yes, just like, she, so she was like, you know what? I'm going to trust him on this. And mm. it didn't. So mm. she was not only taking her frustrations out on Poe, but it was her own frustrations mm, because of like how it decimated their fleet. Didn't yeah. you love looking at her, looking at basically their fleet on that screen? Yes. Uh, yes. Half Very of it's gone. And yeah. just ineffective. Yeah. Which by the way, I was like, and second time seeing it, I was like, these are such archaic, like bombers like it's like such a yeah it's yeah. all kind of like so much of the, the the space battle stuff are like very much callbacks to like world war Two and like uh you know those kind of old war movies and and, and stuff like that um <laughs> so that's why i kind of like 
it space actual like science logic doesn't make sense with a lot of things and but it's just kind of like you know like yeah i saw someone uh like pointed out today about like why like bombs actually drop from it if it's zero gravity you know why but it's just like you know because it's that's the logic of that is just different because it's a fantasy movie and you could always say oh they had this thing and made him go down <laughs> so, so Pablo yeah. Hidalgo did address that oh really yeah <laughs> there, like I said there's an answer for everything in their universe but yeah. he said there was basically something electromagnetic with those that seeks go. out the ship it's going to it's yeah. like a, almost like a target sensor yeah, yeah. so okay you but know, it, it kind of goes back to that imagery of being like classic war uh, but they were so easily like taken down which is like yeah, they felt, yeah. it's like yeah it reminded me of yeah. like you know video games which, like balancing your yeah. resources like which also powerful, but I really felt like their technology is vastly in superior towards the first orders. Like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yep, <laughs> thank yep. you. I couldn't think of the word, and I was like, I'm just gonna stumble over this, and hopefully someone it's will correct me. And you did. Thank you. It's not a bad word. <laughs> That's gonna be my one word. It's a cool word for this yeah. movie. I like it's it. Um, anyways, uh, their like their technology is a lot. Um, it's inferior to the first orders, which means mm-hmm. that they're well funded. Yes. And I'm wondering, like, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, like, by who? Like, are we going to find that out? Well, as far as we know, uh, well, what we know based on, like, the, the expanded, you know, the canon and everything is that basically the remnants of the Empire all went to uncharted regions of the galaxy after Return of the Jedi, like, slowly pooled their, uh, you know, amassed resources, largely propelled by Snoke and whatever his uh, resources were, and, yeah, kind of... It eventually made their comeback in Force Awakens. It's yeah. kind of the broad outline of because, yeah. like, they I did. remember being like, they still have these things, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> sure. why yeah. don't you guys have something <laughs> similar? Like, I was getting really frustrated because I don't like seeing the good guys like be defeated. Unless yeah. you're rooting for the bad guys, uh-huh. you know. But I was just like, come on. <laughs> I guess it's like, the, yeah, the resistance is like basically like a private military corporation that is. Kind that you know, kind of is just uh, they're independent. Part they were partially supported by the Republic, who were like demilitarized and weren't big on military, and uh, and then there, there's actually no Republic anymore. So it kind of I feel like it makes enough sense. It's an but. interesting concept because in in this lore, basically, Mon Mothma is the Chancellor of the New Republic, yeah. and like basically, this is why Leia leaves the Senate, but they vote to like strip down their military, thinking that that will bring peace as opposed to kind of, you know, waving a big stick if you need to. So they, <laughs> that worked out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like it, it's, it's moronic. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. you know, they destroy them in one shot because they don't have much of a fleet anyway. Yeah. The resistance was kind of unofficially supported by the Republic just yeah. to be there just in case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was never an official thing or funded by them. It was funded by a militia. from Alderaan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they're... Yay. Space militia. Yeah. I, I tend to think... Of, I, I prefer to think of them as more of like a private military company. Yeah. Less so than like a... Uh, anyway. Like farmers right. and like yeah, yeah. I don't want to moisture that, but... farmers. Yeah. Whoa. Well, <laughs> I love that... Uh, you can count on one hand like how many ships they have because that made it so much more intense to me. Oh, yeah. it did. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I was reading up, they said on, on Snoke's uh, Star Destroyer, the Supremacy, they call it. There were, mm-hmm. like It holds like millions of 
the first order people so it's yeah. like daunting you know what's funny yeah. i was thinking that too i'm like how many people do they have <laughs> like i was just like so overwhelmed watching the yeah. resistance get beaten down i'm like there's gotta be at least a million people <laughs> on that ship and i was like there's two people on this bomber like <laughs> allegedly i guess i don't know when what uh, offshoot book it's from but like the first order is the emperor's contingency plan so that's kind of cool. Yeah, I forget what book that's from. Um, there's so much aftermath, to get to with it. The third aftermath book, possibly. Gosh darn it! Why does he have to have a will? <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk! Yeah, mm. why does it be so well thought out? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so maniac. Yeah, yeah I think uh, Mark Hamill kind of like like talked about this new era about like why there isn't you know uh, he compared it to like the um, the 60s about how like um, I think it was like Mark Hamill talking about something Ringo Starr had said about the 60s it was all like you know we're we're social you know progression and we're all you know we're gonna come out of this we're you know breaking down barriers and we're gonna come out of this and it's gonna be a better time but then like the 60s ended and things really didn't turn out the way they hoped and that's like he kind of like paralleled that with um the ending of return of the jedi like they think it's the, the everything's good but there's still there's more to be overcome and there, there's more struggles to come and that's kind of where this new trilogy comes into play so that's interesting i could see that yeah, yeah. Well, pavlak a little quiet over there what did you like about ray's character in this arc let's talk about daisy ridley hmm. where do we start with that i don't like those hmm. frown lines on your face <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm ruminating <laughs> contemplating so we pick up Obviously, right where Force Awakens leaves off, and uh, obviously we get the saber throw from Mark Hamill, which I you know, was a. I thought that was shocking. That yeah. was quite. It was shocking. That was. A, I, I loved that part. I laughed so hard because I felt it coming. I was like, <laughs> I was like, he's gonna throw that. Again, Sam yeah. knew yeah. what was gonna happen, but no, I. You I, guys I, don't know this. Shocked I, me. I'm one with the Force, and the Force is with me. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. cheer it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that Ray is basically doing all of this on her own. Like she's she's taking command of the mission that she wants to do, which was to seek out Luke, train. Yeah, because no one's helping her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, yeah. yeah. What the hell? But she and she's not daunted by it. I mean, no. like she's a she's a young woman in this, but she's not at all afraid to basically go to one edge of the galaxy, meet perhaps the most legendary person in the galaxy, and all for a cause that's to take down this unstoppable tyrannical institution that's the First Order. Mm-hmm. And she's basically doing it solo. I mean, she's got Chewbacca with her, but she doesn't solo. have anybody commanding her. She <laughs> I was thinking that too. She doesn't really. She doesn't really like. If something goes wrong, she doesn't have someone that she can really fall back on and say, "Hey, what do I do?" Like she doesn't have mm-hmm. you know, like like if you're a soldier on the field and something goes wrong, you go back to your general. Mm-hmm. Hey, general, what what do I do? What's what's the backup plan? She has to come up with a backup plan on her own if something goes wrong. She just keeps going. Yeah. yeah. Although, it's, nothing stops although it's interesting the way that progresses. Eventually, after... She does. That, yeah. yeah, she yeah. does need to fall back on somebody at some... So, yeah, Ray's... Yeah. Um, were you finished? I, I don't know if I can jump in. in the <laughs> you do, it doesn't matter. You, <laughs> yeah. you totally <laughs> did anyway, Seth. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Ray was wonderful again. I, I feel like all the performances across the board are better than, than oh, they were in the video. Daisy all Ridley. the characters I love are, Daisy Ridley. And Daisy She's Ridley, so good. It was so, yeah. Um, I particularly loved her um, her monologue when Luke was kind of guiding her through feeling the force, you know, for the first time, the way she described it, the way... It, it, <laughs> Reach your hand out. That, oh, that, <laughs> I <laughs> that love that kind of Mr. So Miyagi cute. type of yeah. thing where he's like, you dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the, like I can just imagine 
imagine them doing it for the first time and it, she wasn't really supposed to do that but she did it anyways yeah. they're like that is amazing yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, yeah that and totally that feels that, like a, an ad lib thing oh it definitely did it could have been yeah i yeah. uh, yeah that that monologue from her was was beautiful about what she's describing what the force feels like to her and it kind of like brought some more definition uh, to the force, the kind of, you know, um, like we were talking about on the, you know, the thing before about like the light and the dark, whether or not that's like an inherent thing with the force, if that's something that needs to exist. But the way she described it, the light and the dark are both just different sides of the force, like life and death. And, you know, uh, light. you can't have one without the other. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of brought some more definition uh, among many other things that the, the, the kind of just uh, kind of define more what the force was and what it could do. But um, Daisy really was wonderful. It's really compelling when she does need to turn to somebody that these, uh, uh, yeah, the interactions we, she's having with Kylo Ren, which is a very interesting new development, by the way, a new force dimension, you know, a new thing that the, the force can do that um, I really love the way those sequences were um, filmed. I feel like that could have oh, been yes. really weird if they would have like CG'd people, yeah, them into each other's environments. The way it was just kind of cut back and forth and there's just like subtle lines of dialogue that kind of just clue you into the logic about how yeah. this new thing works. I, I love... That kind of sets the stage yeah. for what Luke does later too. But. One of the parts that I love about the force bond that they have, yeah. that they share, is the part where it first happens and she's just like, you're a monster! And she's yeah. like screaming and he's like, how are you doing yeah. this? Yeah. He's yeah. like, no, the, the this would alone would kill you. Though. Or the, like, what is he saying? Yeah. He's like, yeah, you can do the, the, the power alone would kill you. Yeah, or, yeah. Well, that's that specifically was in the sec second run through for me. Something that changed the game for me with Luke's passing later in the movie because I didn't like it at first, and it's not because they tried something new. It's that I was, I don't know, I, I wanted to see like Luke actually in action for yeah. for one last time, just being a lifelong Luke fan. But that being said. Uh, Kylo, the first time, like you said, Sam, that they connect, he's like, "How how are you doing this?" He's like, "That should kill you, essentially." And I like mm. how he's like, he's like, "I can't see your surroundings, but yeah. can you see mine?" Exactly. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's the yeah. rules right there. Yeah. For yeah. Later in the film, that in a very subtle yes. way, which Snoke or Luke would be the only ones that are powerful enough to do something like that. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's saying a lot. Kind of, kind of, because. I think the reason why Kylo can't see her surroundings is because he doesn't know where she is, and me. I don't think I don't know if Ray could actually see his surroundings, but because she's too angry at him to actually like s like know where he is. But it's the one part where they're outside and it's raining. Mm -hmm. His hand gets wet. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah. yeah. It's bizarre. It's, it is. Uh, yeah. It was a new thing. Yeah. That's for sure. I, I love. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go. I was to say I think my favorite thing about the way they were shot is that the first time they do it, the film doesn't explicitly tell you what's going on you just have several uh cuts back and forth between the uh, audio kind of like sucks out like all the ambient noise goes away and they're both looking in a specific direction but you don't see what you know they're focusing on something yeah. but the movie doesn't outright tell you what it is and yeah. then you slow as the audience you slowly realize that there's some kind of intangible connection going on between yeah them. so I, think, I love the subtlety of i it, think it can't it be overstated how like difficult a thing like that is to pull like how skilled ryan johnson is as a director the way that was shot and executed and have it be the, the audience slowly understands it. That's like a very difficult thing to pull off. It's very yeah. impressive the way that was done. I love um, when Luke also says, and I didn't pick this up from the trailer and it's when the, she's meditating on the rock and mm -hmm. he's like, I felt this power one time before mm -hmm. in Ben solo. Yeah. And it didn't. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't, I never caught that in the trailer cause it really ha happened it wasn't so in fast. The trailer. 
Okay, and they, they you didn't say Ben yeah. Solo. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, maybe that's why. And yeah, he's he, like, it didn't scare me before, and now it it, it yeah. scares me now. Mm-hmm. But she and like she has like she just goes straight into it like and that's what he said like she's the just dark like, place she yeah, goes into the dark. the dark place because she's just looking for the one thing and that's her family yeah. which also begs me to ask the question what made her go to luke to do her training why didn't she just go back to jakku well because well she needed somebody to teach her yeah like yeah. what this is like she doesn't understand yeah. it not like, to mention leia's like using her to try to get luke back to the fight that you know, so yeah, that, yeah. And that's a big thing. Too. Well, that's yeah. actually, been actually searching the main for motivator Luke. is like yeah. she wants to get Luke back to the resistance. It just so happens that you everyone's know. saying that Luke and uh, <laughs> yeah. Ray, Ray yeah. has these force abilities and hey, you know, let's let's see what we've got. Yeah. But Did you guys notice what? with the sound clues? I'm sorry, Sam. No, you're good. Um, just before we get too far away, but with the force connection, like you said, all the mm. ambient noise goes away. Yeah. And force awakens when uh, Ray is on the Star Destroyer and Kylo's trying to pull uh, the map out of her head. Yeah. You can hear when she gets into his head. There's yeah, a point where it stops and then it basically That's goes back thing. the other way. That's yeah. incredible. I, like yeah. watching that, I can't believe that you can actually. Yeah, I watched that the first time and I totally got what was happening. I, it, but it's just like a bunch of noises. Like how they do that? It, it was very. You just yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. That's so amazing. very again, yeah. very impressive. Yeah. in that case. I completely yeah. agree. Kudos to JJ. But um, are we still talking about the force bond? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I love that. Like, she ends up going to the dark side because, oh, like, because Ben ends up asking her, Kylo a- ends up asking her, did he tell you what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, which I love the flashback. I didn't think they were going to do this because they've Remember? never done yeah. actual flashbacks in Star Wars, but they did. And I love the way he did it. It was like Rashomon, the way it was the same story told from multiple yeah. angles. It happened yes. a different way for yes. everybody. They remember yes. it differently. Loved it, loved it, loved it. But see, the thing is, is that how I, like, the look in Luke's eyes when he's about to kill his own nephew yeah. is so jarring because he looks almost insane. You because mean, like the when when Kylo tells it. No, 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 or, no, no. It's just, both times. It's oh, really? both times where it's insane with grief he the first time and then insane with like rage. Rage. Well, he yeah. stops himself, right? Like that's yeah, the he, premise is Luke and really and Kylo, himself. And, and then Kylo's and yeah. Kylo's he didn't. Right. I'm pretty sure. Well, and Luke's sure. he did. You yeah. wake up and you see Luke standing over you with a lightsaber. And can you imagine yeah. that? Your own uncle yeah. going yeah. to kill you. And you can probably feel that in the force. Like, because if he, if you can feel the force and you can mm-hmm. feel, what was it? Uh, you can feel the force knows when you're about to kill someone. Mm-hmm. Like, he could oh, probably yeah, feel yeah. that because they mentioned right, it in Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah. Yeah. Snoke has already corrupted him, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, and that's what I read and something that, that Snoke's been this, like, kind of, like, constant thing in the back of Kylo's what Luke mind. Said it in the yeah. third, in, like, the final version of the flashback. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it, it totally makes sense from both sides. It's so, it's so brilliant as being this pivotal point that changed everything going forward because with Kylo yeah. like of course he would feel scared and betrayed and with Luke you know it's like the conundrum of like if you went back in time and you were there with like you know Hitler as a kid like w- would you kill him knowing that he would go on to like yeah you know yeah. kill millions and millions of people that was but essentially Luke's yeah. struggle in that moment. and you have to think about it too like as Kylo your uncle tried to kill you mm-hmm. and your mom was the one who sent you away with him yeah so where do you go from there I and do. then as Luke how do you tell your sister that you tried to kill your nephew? He went crazy and killed everyone. Yeah. So it's just like, it's it's really good. It's, it's, the, it's yeah. the babysitting nightmare. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, yeah. Oh, God. That's why yeah. I'm never having kids. Yeah. I know either they're going to kill me or I'm going to kill them. Um, but anyways, <laughs> the part where Ray goes to the dark side. I know that's how it's going to end. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, which to, I, I'm assuming Kylo to, to told cave, her. Yeah, when she goes to like the cave yeah. to see what's in there. And I'm assuming Kylo told her to do it. Like, it'll tell um, you what you want. 
I I thought she was just compelled to go there. That's a total Dagobah situation. Yes. You go in there yeah. and you see, yeah. you know, yeah. the future's always in motion Which kind I, of thing. I heard a good theory about it is that <coughs> the dark side did not give her what she wanted because it wanted her to get close to Kylo Ren. Well, there's a few few lines of thought on that. Uh, yeah, I um, I love. I just love the creative way that sequence is executed. It's really interesting the way it took its time, the weirdness of it, just the lines of endless rays. Um, the snapping the fingers was great. It I was yeah, yeah, very very cool. Um, was great. And uh, yeah, so uh, it's yeah. I, I take I take that to mean that you know because with Luke with what Luke saw in the cave in Dagobah, it wasn't kind of any kind of like a. Are you are you getting at the possibility that possibly uh, Kyle lied about Ray's parentage? Is that what you're saying? Or? Maybe, maybe. Okay. I um, mean, she could have came from nothing, and that's why the dark side never showed her. But it was, I think, it was the fact that it didn't reveal anything to her, which is what made her seek comfort, at, like with Kylo, uh-huh. when Luke finds them in the hut okay. together. Um, is it possible the dark? So you're saying like the dark side or whoever was influencing this was telling her that her parents were nobody. Not that they were nobody, but they wasn't giving her the answer she was looking for, so she would seek have to seek elsewhere. I see. My opinion was, and I I could go in a number of directions there, but that she wasn't being shown who her parents are, and I don't think maybe this is the, the point to jump into it that Kylo was telling the truth because that is such a deceptive thing to just be like your parents were nobody they sold you you should be resentful come to the dark side kind of thing well the thing is is that she wasn't a baby when she was given away she was like three or four she must have known who they were like had some sort of like look at all the force things that are going around here well when the way Kylo um, the the way Kylo explains it to her like like he he says it to her almost as if it's like like say like she's the one who actually says they were nobody because he was like I saw who your parents were like I think maybe you know too and you just buried it away say it say it and then she says they're no so a part of her like it's knows I she think repressed. she knows yeah um, yeah so yeah I yeah I, I do think that um her par- that that is the truth her parents were were nobodies and that and that is something I really like um and then I think actually more recently Ryan Johnson he's been commenting a lot of the spoilers now that the movie is out and he said that. Um, like, J.J. can do, you know, if J.J. wants to change it or, like, retcon it, that's his prerogative mm-hmm. to do so at this point oh, for episode nine. I kind of hate that. But um, as far as Ryan Johnson is concerned, like, Kylo was telling the truth uh, as far as, you know, and, and Ray, like, that, that is, that that is and the you case. Can, and you can so. kind of see it on her face when she when she says it. She's so upset because she knows yeah. the truth. Just like when she's upset when Maz tells her in The Force Awakens, they're never coming back. Yeah. And yeah. she's like... You know, she gets yeah. really upset then because she realizes it is the truth, and she realizes it with Kylo that they aren't coming back. Like she's looking for ghosts. Well, I'll yeah. say this: I I have no problem with her her lineage not being special. Let's say, but I'm calling BS if it's not because we were totally led to believe I otherwise. Still don't it's agree with yes that. We, yes, we so were. I don't let me say this. Yes, I we really were. Uh, what, who, okay, Abrams. Who told- Abrams inter- absolutely left it open enough because he wasn't going to be directing eight and nine at the time. Uh-huh. He's, he's back for nine, right? And I think Ryan Johnson left it open just enough in case Abrams does want to change it. But no chance were was she not supposed to be at least in the beginning someone special. I've really when I say special, I mean someone with recognizable lineage. Yeah. Well, Anakin didn't have recognizable lineage, and look at him. Like why? Like why does she have to have An- recognizable lineage? Anakin's a problem though, just like Ray will be if it's the case where she's a nobody because. If that is the truth, she's a giant Mary Sue. 
That's the uh, definition of a Mary Sue. Oh, don't in bring a, the Mary in Sue a, in thing into this. Uh, no, no, not the Mary nobody, Sue thing. A nobody character who just happens to be the most powerful force user in yes. the galaxy. So that's, that's my other a thing. Mary Sue. Is, that's, she well, is that's, so spectacularly powerful. It's not just that I she hate has that Mary Sue thing. force sensitivity. Yeah, but it's true. It's that it's she's not true. Yes, it is. Why do why does nobody ever say that for male protagonists that are really powerful and could do like Harry Potter or something? It's like such a that's it's not that, wrong. Like, it's not wrong. I've only seen that criticism applied to I female protagonists. Kylo is still stronger than Ray specifically means was that I, th- I still think Kylo is stronger than Ray well he's had way more force training of course he is <laughs> How- I- however I believe Josiah said this shortly after the movie there is the chance that Ray is one of many who just spawned with these you know miraculous force powers like there's so seems to be happening, which implies yeah. at the end of the movie that that kid there's more than just him too there's yeah. oh, several yeah. of these well, for whatever that's, reason that's how it was that's what like the old republic was it, they were taking kids they it, yeah people yeah. weren't all a part of families that were force sensitive these which, kids they found ended up being force sensitive and they took them yeah. to the jedi temple which they, by the way is similar what the stormtroopers are doing now they're sure, taking they're children like horribly yeah. evil yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that's <laughs> not <laughs> We okay. Can, we can, yeah. get, we can get more on that later, but um, I think that's kind of they're setting that up to be kind of different the way that comes together. I don't yeah. think, that, um, like I think with that ending thing, I think it it shows that just as as these these people who are force sensitive grow in, like that kid, um, as he grows up, he will grow up, you know, recognizing you know the no you know the, the nobility of you know the resistance and that the first order is bad and it's kind of just it'll something they'll they'll just a ideal that they'll have that they'll yeah. pursue in, in some kind of a way but they won't necessarily be recruiting children the way the first order or the jedi were yeah i just so. i i don't like that direction as much i like to me i love ray in general i think she's a wonderful character i don't need that's, to know what who her fine. parents are anymore i don't care but I mean, it was never the point, yeah. really. Yeah, it was I feel pretty heavy in Force Awakens. It was. That, that, was, like, that was propelled was by the fan community. Nobody no, told no, no, you. No, 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 Nobody no, told no, you. No. You had to speculate no. endlessly for no. two for was, two years. On was it. the fan community? Ray was absolutely they, everything that Disney and Lucasfilm I, built I, her up to I be. I really yep. don't think that it was set totally up in the, in the movies to be what it became. I think I it honestly took don't think her parents matter. They left. They left it open enough just so that if Ryan Johnson wanted to take it in a different direction, which it seems like he did. I, I feel like that was totally left. They totally changed direction with that. And it's okay. It works if that's what it is. But I still this is the personally. Skywalker saga. Yeah. Let's go there. Yeah. Let's go down that road. Ryan Johnson's going to have three movies to do whatever the hell he wants Correct. with. They gave yeah. him the keys to the franchise. Yeah. We've got our spinoff movies that don't have to be Skywalker related at all. Mm-hmm. Unless you include Solo in that because he's wh- whatever. This is totally. Let's wrap this up and let's. I. There's I mean, so it is many. Still, it is still about the Skywalkers. Why is she? Just, why is she special? Why does Snoke know about her? Why does in Force Awakens specifically? Why does Kylo Ren say it is you or you're the girl well, I've heard so much the, about? That was in the novelization. No way, but that's canon. That is canon. You know what? Is I it? will. Yes. I won't lie uh, because there is a part where don't the movie supersede all? No, they no. enhance the movie. I don't know. There's nothing the that contradicts it. There, um, the one part where um, the one general in Force Awakens goes up to Kylo and he goes, he got away. The droid got away and with help from a girl, and yes. he gets upset. And he goes, "Tell me about this girl." And There's he, like, no way that's random. Yeah. There's no way that's random. Come on, just why is he so pissed? I know he's pissed a lot. He's pissed about everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kylo on. has a very short fuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what girl? Come on. 
you have to admit that's, that's at least where they were it's going. Amb- with that. I'll say that it's ambiguous, but I don't say that it it's is, like but it it's was like a cliffhanger. It's like we dare you to guess. It's it's. I just don't feel like it. it I don't feel like it was nearly as fan driven as as Snoke, which is a whole different story. A yeah, whole different story. I feel like they're both in the Quick same question. Token. Why did Ray's hair change after she went into Dagobah? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Just, oh, it's just, yeah. Because <laughs> she didn't go there, Sam. Yeah, yeah. That cave was Dagobah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Dagobah cave. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. kind of was. But, yeah. Uh, so, so I, yeah, I guess we're, we're divided on how we feel about that. I just, yeah. that was my chief, one of my chief complaints after leaving the first time. And I, so, I didn't think we needed to know in episode eight, but it felt like a total... It's got, well, it's kind of interesting that this whole debate is really so. So right now, the 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 Star Wars fan community is just like a star destroyer, just up in flames and just crashing down because everybody <laughs> is against everybody else, and it's this whole big mess of people. Um, you know, the, who you know Pop like choking me like, right now. It's more like um, Scarif, where everyone's on the beach and everything is yeah. just raining down <laughs> yeah. on you, yeah. and you're just running. Yeah. <laughs> So, because, yeah. It feels more like the church scene from Kingsman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) But everyone has a lightsaber. (laughs) Oh, no, no. You know what it is? It's the scene after Snoke dies when Kylo and Rey are both force battling over the lightsaber. (laughs) And that's like the side that hated this. It's it's everything's on fire. How how divisive uh, this movie is. And I think that a lot of the extreme reaction that a certain uh, degree of the fan base is having is, is that the fact that certain things were were answered in this movie and were answered in such a way that kind of subverted their expectations that I feel like a lot of fans are taking it. I'm not saying this is you get this isn't you guys, but a lot of fans, the fans who are like going onto the Rotten Tomatoes, th- trying to drive the audience score down, who like all those are bots. Ta- I've taken this like personally, you know, d- the, yeah. the fact that it went in such a different direction that they wanted it to. And people, you know, there are li- there are issues to have with the movie, but you know, the, the, like you said earlier. The, f- the fact that the movie does something that you kind of wasn't your personal preference doesn't make it bad. I'm fascinated I, by the divide. I, have, I think it's an incredible... I so I've never seen I'm anything too. like it. Me neither. Yeah. This is yeah. insane. Yeah. I also... This may sound funny. I also am not so sure that it's as divided as it seems. That, is it, a, it could be a very vocal minority. I, yeah, well, they're, they're very I mean, vocal because the in cra- that case. Yeah, as far as reviews goes, the movie has done very well. The, the cinema score, which is a general audience poll, it was an A. So that, that was very good. So it's, it seems to be, yeah, it's just a portion of you the hardcore fans. You can't tell me that people think that episode one was better than episode See, that's eight. the thing. When people start dishing that, I'm like, that doesn't make so, any I mean, sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's this. how I feel. I as a Star Wars fan, I I do like the prequels. I know there's a difference in quality. Trust me, I get that. Yeah. With storytelling, with a lot of things. Yeah. I'll, it does seem far fetched to say that it's it's not as good as as any of the prequel movies. And, and that is that, just yeah. so that just feels like a whiny reaction. Yes, that that sounds yeah. like someone just like sour grapes. Just, they suck. Yeah. We, we're gonna say it's worse than the hated Star Wars trilogy it's that came before it. It's worse than Jar Jar. Yeah. Like yeah, oh, sure. yeah. That, so that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like at the end of the day, that's why I didn't dock it so much in my re- it's one of the highest scored movies I've ever given but that was after seeing it the second time and letting it yeah. truly I was surprised your score was higher than I thought it was going to be it yeah. was higher than I thought Same. it was going to be when I started yeah. I, I was sitting at about an 8 believe yeah. it or not yeah. um, it, like to show the contrast so I scored it a 9.5 average critic score right now is about 93% so you know 9.3 if well, you're looking at it that way. Yeah, 93 on Rotten Tomatoes. I think that like the Metacritic average is like 86. So it's like right, Okay, that's, so that's high changed end, yeah. a little bit then. Yeah. So but it's no, uh, but very very yeah. good. Yeah, um, overall, you know, pretty good. Obviously, 
commercially, we're right now just shy of five hundred billion. A million. <laughs> billion. <laughs> <laughs> the world. <laughs> <laughs> One billion dollars. <laughs> the, the first order has <laughs> just funded the movies. <laughs> are we in a dreadnought? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are in a, a big dreadnought. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, that's doing well. It, it's basically just shy of a lot of Force Awakens records, which that, is uh, that's to, to be expected. Yeah, I feel like the new entry. Uh, in a new trilogy is like nothing is has higher anticipation than that. So I don't feel like it was ever going to like whether it's better or worse than Force Awakens. Agreed. I don't feel like it was ever going to surpass it. Oh yeah, the fact that, that, that it back <laughs> that it came as close as it did is pretty amazing. Because what we we're talking about, like everybody's like has these revelative, you know, these big experiences about seeing it like a second time that makes such a difference, and that's what everyone's saying. You know, see it again and see it again, and it it does it in you know it's 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 just the kind of movie that needs to be reflected on. I feel. Oh, like. absolutely. Yeah. it does. And talked about. But um, so. W- it, we've talked about Ray there. What okay. about uh, I think the other big, the other big thing for me that I, I didn't love was Snoke dying. So can we I, just talk about that entire throne room scene? Is that part of that, or should we, we say that? I, I mean, yeah. that that yeah. is one of my. Well, that was before we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. That is one of my favorite Star Wars sequences ever. I agree. And I was yes. admittedly upset that. Kylo did not revert back to Ben Solo at that point because I wanted to see the rest of the movie him and Ray kicking ass together. I as soon as they teamed up, I was like, I need this for the rest of my life. Like, I, I it was, was like, so good. We're gonna get the rest yeah. of, of this movie to see what they're gonna do. Maybe the, Kylo is battling with them on crate. And, yeah, the no, part. No. Okay, so the trailer ruined the part where Ray takes Kylo's lightsaber, and that pissed me off. I didn't yeah. think that yes. anything for me. See, it, was, it didn't end up being a big deal, but I definitely yeah. would have rather have not seen that. Same, but. same. But um, that part where she's like the entire throne room scene, she's not. She's Which so is Return of the Jedi. Convi- like, okay, so Rey goes to pretty much save Kylo. She goes yes. to, yeah, yeah, she goes to save Ben. Yes. Like yeah, Luke going to save him, Vader. Yeah, yeah. she, she calls she's him like, Ben. Because she yeah. wants to be, yeah, Luke isn't going to do it. Like, she she says it. Like, he's, like, the hope. Which, he's by the, the one way, that needs to be can I just go off on another tangent? Sure. <laughs> um, I love how Rey is begging Luke to teach her these things. And mm. Kylo in The Force Awakens is like, you need a teacher. I can yeah. teach you. Like, he's so willing to teach her. Yeah. And the one person she wants to teach him, or he, like, yeah. teach her, is just like, nah. And when he does teach her, it's like, I'm going to teach you just to show you why you shouldn't do this. Yeah. It's like the three lessons of why the Jedi Yeah, yeah I'll order. give you what you want. And then yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, kid. you get out of here. Yeah. Um, I thought it was but, telling in the elevator when yeah. Ray says Ben and the camera focuses right on Ben and he looks at her. It was like, oh, oh yeah, it he's was, back. It, it was like, it was startling. It definitely was. But you saw a glimpse of Ben Solo when um, he goes to bomb the ship with Leia on it yes. and decides yeah. not to at the last second. Yeah. He just takes his fingers off the trigger. By the way, what are our thoughts on the big Leia force? I, see? I don't, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Okay. I was just like, it's, it, it was too far fetched to me. Cause I feel like she would, she'd be in worse shape than what she was, but mm-hmm. I could show us yeah. how ridiculous. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. It, it shows how ridiculous her for, uh, force powers is for one. I thought visually it looked a little goofy. I thought I'm the with CGI you. looked a little off on it, and I, I realized that it's zero gravity, but just the it almost looked robotic the way that she. People are like, she looked like Mary Poppins. A little bit, no, it, it looked like she was on a zip line almost going down then to the next ship. It just, I don't necessarily have a problem with her surviving it. It just, it looked a little off visually. Yeah. I was intrigued there. I had always wanted to see Leia's force powers come into use on screen, so I was like, "Oh yes, this is awesome." It, the way she kind of like looked, I guess, floating wasn't mm. the greatest, 
but it was a little bit of a moot point to me because I finally got to see her use the force before. Yeah, you know, yeah I'm, like, I'm kind of on a similar pay. Uh, overall, I I really loved that moment. It, it just being like, oh, f- like finally, you know, it's this is something we, you know, that it, it makes it, we wanted to see. And uh, yeah, I, f- I feel like for me, it kind of like maintained more of like a like a, a magic kind of seeing that happen. Even though I, I definitely have heard some of those criticisms about just like the, the way it looked aesthetically, looking a little weird, which I I. I definitely see. For me, it doesn't bother me much. I think I think kind of just like what, 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 what that what that moment does well kind of just outweighs that. But that that definitely makes sense to me that some of the, those criticisms of that moment. But I really liked it. Just like I said, I, I always wanted to see that, and it was like it was so like Princess Leia or General Leia to me that she was like. Like she doesn't use those powers, but when she has to, she does it with such ease and grace. Yeah, like yeah. that was big. Yeah, to me. yeah. And it's just kind of like a yeah, exactly. Just this composure about yeah, Leia. It's just awesome. Actually, mm-hmm. before we get onto like Snow uh, Throne Room and Beyond, maybe we should touch on the um, the Canto Bite stuff because that's that's a big uh, talking point for a lot of people. Um, for me, I would say that um, there's a lot about Canto Bite that I really liked and I actually liked a little bit more the second time around. Um, the ideas that that communicates, um, just kind of like the flavor of the world, the way it gives context to the grander, I, you know, the things that are going on in the galaxy as it relates to war and the character of, uh, DJ, I actually really liked. He's kind of like, nobody could have played that guy, but Benicio del Toro, the weird quirkiness about him. I love and, that and I loved his, his <laughs> ambiguous, like, uh, nihilistic worldview about the survival and about and, and everything. But what but what do you guys think about the whole Canto Bite stuff? Canto Bite, I I could have lived without if I had to, but I could have I read about it. it. Like if it wasn't a book, I'd be like, it oh, isn't a book. A, yeah, I called was like, Canto Bite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if it wasn't in the movie and it was only like Eat a, that. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I I there were certain parts where, had like I said, had they cut it. And just told me about it later. I would have been okay. With. Yeah, same. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. It was fluff, but it was good fluff. I yeah. love the. Long, it wasn't I the love the long ears chase. Yes. Oh, you do. I, yeah, I love yeah, that. You see, I've seen and that I widely the, criticized. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but. and I love the the design of those creatures. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like them too. And yeah. uh, I mean, obviously, that sets up the the final scene of the totally movie. All that stuff. Thought that was the creature from Last Guardian. Yes, <laughs> so did I. Yes, did I. Yes, so did I. I so did that. I. Tariko! Yeah. Like, <laughs> hang on. Sony, you are owed some yeah. royalties. That's that's, I thought too. I was like, someone. See, that's why I can't hate that sequence. My game, my game of the year. Um, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, someone's gonna get sued. <laughs> I immediately thought of that. I was like, oh, I wonder what Seth thinks of this. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought of too. The first time I saw I was, one, I was like, I, huh. I usually don't like serious movie or uh, serious messages that are underlying in uh, fictional films. But I like the the kind of premise that we need to be better to animals in general. Animal mm. violence has to stop. Yeah, things of, of that nature, like that. Yeah. They're just you know like like horse racing essentially is what they're doing yeah. there. They're, yeah, like, like they're exploit- lashing them, and you see the scars on their necks. Exploitation of animals for entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Not, like, not an okay thing. Yeah, no, it's I not. Mean, so like I agree with that. Went in a different direction. Pavlov wanted to see him eat the damn pork. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all right. I was Chewy really needs to eat. Okay, I was really. <laughs> <laughs> All for the porgs before I saw the movie, and after seeing the movie, I adored every moment they were on okay. screen. I yes. was so 
much. I like the park so much better than I thought I would. Yeah, yeah. same, same. I was like, oh god, we're gonna have another crappy animal. They were so yeah. great. Yes, they're they no were. I love yeah. when when Chewie's guilty and he brings him out of the Falcon and he's in the cockpit. They're all like, Chewie, one of them's wearing like a little headband yeah. thing and he's like chewing on wires. It's such My a, favorite one was the it. ones tearing apart the seat and taking the stuffing yeah. out of it. I was like, yes. yes. I love yeah. that Chewie <laughs> won't hurt them though. He's yeah. like, he feels guilty, so he invites them. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> Yeah. But then he's having this temper tantrum because he can't. It's like that's like a babysitting scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he, can't, yeah. he can't really hurt them or do anything to them. But I actually can read. We talk oh, about the part like just talking about Chewie about mm. how when um Ray goes to Luke and he still mm. went into the door and then the yeah. door blasts in. I thought she finally used her force powers. Me too, and I was yeah. like, about goddamn time, yeah. woman. <laughs> and then it was Chewie. And I was like, yeah. yes, yeah. Chewie. And and then he's like. Like, I was a little disappointed because I didn't know at the time that he had sealed himself off from the force. Yeah. He's like, where's Han? Mm. He and had I, no yeah. idea about yeah. that. He yeah. had no idea about Starkiller Base, all this stuff. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, overall, Mark Hamill was, I've never seen him b- do a better job in a role than he was in this movie. This is a, He was in my top five, you know, male performances of the year. He, I thought he was is incredible. a nominee. He finished in our top five overall voting for Good. the Geek Awards. Good. So he was incredible. Oh, man, I was I actually pleasantly it. surprised. It was, you know, it was like uh, with, uh, you know, Carrie Fisher. She hadn't acted for uh, many years before doing Force Awakens. So I know behind the scenes it was a little bit rough for her to get back into it. Um, I thought she did a good enough job in uh, in Force Awakens, but she was. I, f- I feel like she was so much more comfortable back in front of the camera with Last Jedi. I feel like across Big the board, difference. the performances were better in this movie. Oh, yeah. um, man, with her, noticeably though. But um, all right, yeah. So Canto Bite. I was gonna say, where do we want to wrap up here? Which thought? Let's go to Canto Bite. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would just yeah, Canto Bite. I I think um, and also like uh, I've seen Canto Bite stuff receive criticism because it's kind of like. You could argue that it's a plot thread that that goes nowhere. Um, it's I don't it, think it do- so. I don't. I don't quite agree. It it has an impact on the plot. It has a. It doesn't have a, a heavy impact on the plot, but it has. Uh, it's it's there for uh, character development for Rose and Finn, and for thematic development. Having those, besides the with kids, the, with the yes. animal stuff and yeah. the kids, but also. DJ introducing the idea of, you know, that that war is just a business and either side is just whatever. Um, you know, it kind of like touches on, you know, the light and the dark. If you want to join a side with Kylo Ren when he tries to, you know, in the, in the, after they kill Snoke, he's like, let the for- re- resistance and the First Order kill each other and let's just forget about it and live beyond that. And, you know, and it's... Let so the, it's, it, kill the past or let the past die. And that's another thing. Yeah. That, that's like the philosophies of the light and dark that are more well-defined in this movie, that the light the, the light is, as Yoda says, which we can talk about more about later, mm-hmm. um, is, uh, you know, about embracing the mistakes and passing those on to the next generation, whereas the dark side with Kylo, it's kill the past and, you know, and, you know... So I thought Canto Bite added a little bit of heart to the movie because of Rose talking about how her planet was kind of abused, seeing that these kids were abused and maybe right. seeing that, um, you know, how do you think they made their profit by selling basically the war machine to the First Order? And now yeah. they're taking yeah. over the galaxy. Yeah. So, like, there's so a lot to be said for that. who are the real bad guys? The, oh. peop- the, the bad guys or the people funding the bad guys? Yeah. Sure. But those same people yeah, are, are funding, funding, are funding the, good, the resistance. Yeah, so yeah. it's a very complex... And it's, and it's a whole, like, theme of gray. Like, yeah. Yeah. there is no black and white or light and dark. It's just shades of gray. I think the mm. Candlebite quest does have an impact on the plot. It just it wasn't does. what they wanted because... The whole, the whole Candlebite quest, 
ultimately leads to the First Order finding out what the secret plan of the Resistance is. And Haldo having to light speed into the... So it kind of... Oh, I mean, it screws so things good. up for the Resistance. They, the First Order would have probably never been shooting after those escape pods if they had not gone on that kind of like That's quest. true. That's true. Yes. That, so that, it, it does do a lot. It has an impact on the plot. It's just not a good impact for the character, for the heroes. Which it's is a, it's ultimately an untimely quest for them. Yeah, again, which is not sending them off, getting in trouble again, basically. Yeah. Which is, I mean, but that's again, that's one of the th- reasons I like it. You bring a, a, a great point, and that you know, one of the themes of the movie is learning from your mistakes and passing that on, and that building your character. That's what Poe's arc is all about. Is is about making mistakes, but then learning from them, and that's you know, a, a character building thing for Rose and Finn. So it's, I think, it works thematically with the movie, even though it's a little out of place. Um, I think it's one of the weaker strands of the movie, but I still uh, I, there's a lot I like about it. As I you guys could have lived without some of the the characters in there. I thought they were like, eh, whatever. Oh, it was great it seeing was, it a was lot like of the practical can- creatures. It was like a cantina scene again. Yeah, when you go into the casino. I really liked a the lot of the. I really liked a lot of the utter absurdity. Like when 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 the beasts start charging through the casino and there's all these like, these caricatures of like rich people going like, oh. it's, like <laughs> it's really just like that, it's huh? kind of ridiculous, okay. but it's also like the there, there's, singing, there's a charming absurdity about, about yeah, it that I, I just kind of still like. I um, like uh, one visual shot was the uh, kind of the boat, the sail barge going over the waterfall and just oh, floating yeah. straight. That was yeah, a nice shot. I thought. Cool, yeah. It you was know, yeah it was it was just it was a sequence that was driven by Ryan Johnson's personal vision. This is an element he really wanted to touch on in the galaxy, and uh, and yeah he did it. And I'm glad that this movie was driven loved, so much uh, by his vision. I loved the uh, the James Bond esque type character that Maz <laughs> wants them to go after. Oh, I didn't think of him as James Bond. I guess that makes I, sense though. Yeah, I definitely yeah. did. He's in the casino. He's got two women. He's like, yeah. not now, darling. I'm on a yeah. roll. <laughs> <laughs> like he is like, was she like? She's like, and you can tell when Maz is like talking about him that she has a definite crush oh, on him yeah. i love the think union that? dispute what thing. did you think about <laughs> yeah. that did you like that the moss the, the moss cameo yeah you did because well i actually was surprised we didn't see a little bit more of her going into the movie i thought yeah. she would be a little more prominent but i thought it was a nice tie-in I, I i was laughing so hard when she like they have a union dispute and that's what they're doing that's hilarious <laughs> yeah. you yeah. did not want to know yeah. it was I she's like taking her. shots, but she's still directing them about what they need she's to do. Crushing yeah. it, and yeah. then she jets away at the end. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, and she clearly had some sort of thing happen with this uh, code breaker. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> like, it was just weird enough where it was funny because they're all looking at each other like, "Is she serious?" <laughs> but I love Maz because, like, right in Force Awakens, she's like, "Where's my boyfriend?" Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She, like she just character. like is like a tomcat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you guys did you guys like DJ? I forgot if we mentioned if you guys what your opinion on DJ was. Uh, I I like Benicio del Toro. Yeah. Uh, the stuttering was interesting to me. He it was, was kind of the first time I saw uh, the movie. I, I had a hard time understanding him, admittedly, because yeah. he he talked quiet. But in the second one, I was listening. That I heard everything he said. Yeah. Uh, I love. He's just eccentric. He had like that little hand wave every time he wanted to. Yeah, to that is. So, that's why I said like <laughs> nobody but Del, Del Toro could have played that guy. The we- it reminded me of his character in Usual Suspects. Have you ever seen that movie? But uh, yes. yeah, I, I, I thought Spencer. he he was yeah. he was just, really cool. I love when Finn's like, "Why are you raiding your own ship?" All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, "This isn't your. This isn't your ship." <laughs> Lauren goes, "Who is that?" I go, "He's the collector." <laughs> she goes, "Oh." <laughs> I it love I love yeah. uh, the line he goes out on as well when you know after he he sells out uh, Rose and Finn and he takes away his payment and he's you know you you blow him up, they blow you up today you blow him up tomorrow it's just business and then Finn's like well, what if you're you know you're wrong and uh, he's like mm, maybe 
and he just walks away. Yeah, it's, like such an, it's just really interesting. Like he he's, is he's kind the, of like whatever you know. I'm true, just getting by. He's because, true neutral. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He really is. He's yeah. true neutral. He really is because like honestly, how long has this war been going on between the light and the dark? Like he's like, if it. Yeah, it's, it's really refreshing like, yeah. to see somebody who just kind of doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so like, I, that's why I really like him, even though he kind of came and went. I hope he comes back. Personally. I do too. I, yeah, I don't think he's done. Uh, oh, absolutely so. not. No. Maybe he really some of those uh, outer rim allies. Who knows? Probably not. But if hey, if oh, there's enough money involved. By the way, did, yeah. you, did you hear about what DJ means? What it Don't join. For? Don't join. Yeah, that's Don't it. join. Which I think that's oh, perfect. What, what is it a that reference is. to? It's a reference to Elvis Costello. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yes. it's some some kind of yeah w- yeah war time thing. Classic. But, uh, that's yeah. Perfect. Don't join. I've got a nice Easter egg on, on DJ later in this. Okay. Uh, okay. So we take a break. We do need to take a break. Uh, that was a nice uh, hour long segment there. <laughs> the beauty yeah. is this this, this yeah. studio has a bathroom which I am about to use. So uh, in segment two, uh, or in the coming segments, depending on how long this goes, uh, yeah. we're going to talk a little bit more about the visuals. Uh, Admiral Haldo. We're going to talk about Rose Tico. John Williams score some of the Easter eggs, and there are a lot of them. Uh, the throne room. That's it. Yes, the throne room. Uh, As well as where we go into episode nine. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after these words. What's up, geeks? Just want to remind you of our fantastic YouTube channel. Next time you go to the Geekiverse on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to search or hunt or find or look for anything that is our great content. Then it'll go right into your YouTube feed and then boom, you know what's happening when it comes to the Geekiverse. Then share it with your friends. We want other people to join in. And tell us if you don't like it. We don't care. We're just having fun. We want you to have fun with us. Be sure to subscribe, share, favorite, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, up, down, left, right. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. So let's get to the show. Geekiverse YouTube. Do it. Stop it, stop it, stop it right now. Mr. Busy Hands. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to The Last Jedi spoiler cast. We are blanketed up and ready to go. This is, yeah, it's a little little chilly down here. Anyway. It's uh, December in Buffalo, man. December in Buffalo. Yes. Although it's, uh, to be honest, compared to December's of old, it's not, it's getting warmer. It's not too bad. It's getting warmer these days, yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. What do we got up next, Jojo? Let's go right to... Because Sam has been itching to talk about it, the right. <laughs> uh, the throne room scene with Snoke. Sam, right. lead off. Where do you want to go? Um, I mean, we can just talk about the whole thing. I love that. Uh, so sh- they're brought into the throne room, and right away, um, like Snoke just like. I just want to say that Snoke, um, compared to his appearance in the previous movie, was not uh, a giant. No, he's, he's not a giant, but that? he's. I did. Too. It's just amazing. <laughs> Andy Serkis's performance is amazing. The CGI on him looks photorealistic. That's and incredible. There's just, there's just so much more character to him. I love, love, loved. Even though he was in the movie relatively briefly, completely loved him. But I, I love that. Like he was a flashy, like flashy dresser. Yeah, like he was like wearing... more opulent. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised he wasn't wearing like gold rings. Like, yeah, yeah. I was wearing yeah. a ring. I've I got think. a question. Yeah. Does he, he does ever... have a ring that I've got a nice Easter egg to talk about? But yeah. continue. Does he ever like move off the chair? I know he kind of stands up at one point. He does, but he, but he never really takes a step forward, does he? He does. It's um, like with off Kylo that, in the first scene. Dais, I mean, like, not in the throne room scene. 
where the three of them are there, but when it's Snoke and Kylo, he comes all the way up to Kylo. I you know, okay, I couldn't yeah. remember. I, was, I believe. I was saying, yeah, it would have been cool if he literally just sat in that chair the entire movie. Yeah. He gets up to him, take that ridiculous thing off. I <laughs> love that. By the way, I like that scene he a just, lot, too. Because so do I. I thought that was, like, I, I love any time they talk about Darth Vader. I yeah. just, I, I do. Yeah. And I thought that that was a nice thing where... I mean, think about how close this is, by the way, to Force Awakens. Like, that battle with Rey just happened. Yeah, because yeah. he's getting... Yeah. You see Kylo getting stitched up from yeah, the yeah. lightsaber, like, slash. Yeah. And he even asks him about his wounds. Right. He's like, how are they? And he's yeah. like, it's it's fine. Like, I like yeah. that he's challenging him, and that was a turning point when Kylo Ooh. goes, I've given you everything. I love yeah. when Kylo gets really mad, and yeah. he goes to, like... Because Snoke what? did yeah, yeah. the first scene, and yeah. Snoke just, like, humiliates him. Yeah. Like, he tells him to take the stupid helmet off, and, like, all this stuff, and... Yeah, he just like he, tears yeah, Kylo yeah, down. Yeah, like uh, Kylo goes to like strike him down or like do something, and the the knights or like the guards around him like like. Oh yeah, yeah. And doesn't Snoke do like a quick force lightning at that? Point? Oh yeah, shots that's Kylo. Just effortlessly, yeah. doof, he just yeah. does everything so effortlessly. It's like yeah, Andy Serkis had said that he's more powerful than Palpatine, which might be the case, although we didn't get did see too much context to that. See, part of me thinks that Andy Serkis doesn't really understand the Star Wars lore, and I don't mean mm. that totally in a derogatory way, but the way he built Snoke up and for. Force Awakens was not just like from a projection standpoint, but I thought that he was legitimately going to be huge. He's like, this is something we couldn't do without me standing on like this, you know, multi-story layer that we've got. And then into Last Jedi saying that, oh my gosh, he's so much more powerful than Vader and, and Palpatine. Like, really? Like, mm. and especially with that, that twist there in the middle. I he don't may know. have been. He got but, punked pretty good. I mean, yeah, the I way he got, he, he could very well have been. Um, yeah. He wa- it, it was actually interesting to see that he was actually large when he cupped Ray's face in his hand. His hand was huge. He was like maybe like, a eight, like eight feet tall, tall or something. He was like a little bit. Of I didn't a giant. think he was that tall. Not as oh. not as tall as he was in Force Awakens. The the projection. Sure, but, but like, I don't. I'm I'm saying tall like six four. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not it was. He was bigger than that. I he think was I, a solid five nine. No, I think. he was not. That's almost nine as tall and a half. That's, that's barely taller than me. That's not, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, barely. Okay, yeah. barely um, is the word. But I yeah, but the, anyway, go that on. That scene um where he wants to know where Skywalker is. It's so funny that he still like Snoke's ambition is to snuff out the last of the Jedi. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. Like Ray's in front of him and he's excited that Ray came to them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like and like you just see him like trying to get all the thoughts out of her head and he ends up doing it. Yes, yes. that's right. He does. He yeah. does. He ends up finding where um Skywalker is and he's mm. like, we're gonna go to that that pitiful little planet yeah. that he's on and we're gonna snuff him we're out once destroy the, the entire island. Yeah. I love yeah. him threatening yeah. Ray basically saying we're gonna kill you in the worst possible way. I'm like, yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like that's intense. Yeah. And I believe at one point he says to Kylo that as you grow in the dark side, oh. your counterpart in the light side Darkness was going rises to grow. and light to meet it. Yes. But he thought it was gonna be Luke and it apparently turns out to be Ray. He admits it even. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So that's an interesting thing. I think that might actually give some context as to why Ray is so powerful because as Kylo trains and becomes more powerful, Ray, she does appear to be like, that appears to be a dynamic that exists, that there are light and dark and light side counterparts and that basically, yeah, Ray and Kylo are like two sides of the coin in that sense and that as his powers progress, 
she had she her powers progress as well even unknowingly so therefore she can't be a nobody yeah and do you feel yes I, uh, there are certain things with that connection with kylo aside from snoke that are no, just sorry, too so perfect yeah, i'm yeah. turning this thing up yeah, yeah. but i um i love that too you perfect. find out that the force bond wasn't done by wasn't i'm putting this in quotations you can't see it wasn't done because um, Ray and Kylo try to get into each other's minds, but it mm. was a creation from Snow. Do you yeah. fully believe that? Yeah. No, I don't because of what happens after. Well, I think that it would... Yeah, actually, no, that's totally up for debate. What I'm asking I- is, do you fu- maybe uh, do you f- believe that Snow connected their minds? Yes. yes. Yeah, I totally Absolutely. buy but that. But the question is whether or not there was already some kind of a connection or it's just... Because they, they clearly still had the connection after he died because they have a moment on Crate before she yes. escapes. I believe that but they were connected before w- that because of what happened in Force Awakens with that little mind probe where she reverses and goes back. Like, okay. I think that planted seeds in both of their heads. Very possible. That's just my theory. It could I, have been very weak and Snoke mm. magnified it. Yeah, Kinda, yeah. Because because yeah. if they really are each other's counterparts, there would be a connection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's not a connection they'd be able to make yeah. on their own. I think it's also possible that yeah, after Snoke established that connection, they're kind of able to maintain it on their own now or something. You know, the, yeah. the rules with the Force in that sense are still loose enough to kind of. I really love the similarities where Ray just will not back down. Like she's so determined to beat this guy. Like she doesn't care that he's this strong. When mm. she like goes over and she's watching the ships get blown up, which mm. is similar to the Emperor showing Luke exactly. that yes. all yeah, of his yeah. friends are dying. Yeah. Um, Note the music in that scene. Yeah. It's the mm-hmm. same as... Uh, that low hum in Return of the Jedi when Luke is looking out the window. Yeah. yeah. And the um, elevator scene is a total callback to Luke and Vader. Luke and yeah. Vader. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. This I movie actually, that. yeah, by the end, the time this movie is over, it reminded me a little bit more of Return of the Jedi than it did Empire. But then it, you know, it was its own thing as yeah, well. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, and then I love that she goes to take the lightsaber and I swore, and I was telling you guys this, yeah. that, like, she goes to grab the lightsaber, which is Luke's lightsaber, or her lightsaber now, because it right. shows her, mm-hmm. um, and it, like, whips around. It does it hit her in the head as it goes back to Snoke? Yeah, yeah it, it does. Like, it it yeah. whips around her and Kylo and then hits her in the head, and he, then he takes it back and puts yeah. it next to him. I, like, watching it a second time, I noticed that Kylo does a little head jerk, um, which to me, because um, what ends up happening later when he controls the lightsaber that's sitting on Snoke's dais. Yeah. Um, I believe he had f- control of the lightsaber, like, slingshotting around her and that going Kylo back. Kylo did? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's not something I noticed at all. Um, so I missed it as well. And this is really something I'm gonna, I'm going to pay attention to next time I see it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it again to make sure that I was right because I was yeah. like, it's not like something that you can like pause and rewind. Because I was like, yeah. wait a second, did you guys <laughs> see that? And they're like, what? And well, I'm it's like, digital. They could do it. Yeah. Hey, hey. Could yeah, you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be just um, um, Adam Driver just like looking you know what i mean like, yeah but i, I didn't know. see his eyes move it was this it was a head movement because his eyes were cast down because i'm really curious yeah. to see if that's an element but to um because yeah. that, that's my whole thing is that he had control of that lightsaber the entire time which is why when he like when snoke makes ray um kneel in front of him mm-hmm. and to finish his training to kill ray yeah and uh his like fingers move next to him yeah to, turn yes. the lightsaber and I was watching that I was like no no way no I, that was okay. so good that was perfectly the way they said the way that it, it establishes that Snoke yeah he can see his every attempt that, that, in, that he sees where he saw skepticism he now sees resolve and he knows that Kylo's made a decision but he doesn't quite know what that decision is the way it's worded I was just looking for that quote up, it sets it up so perfectly and it's beautiful and here it is yeah so my worthy apprentice son of darkness heir apparent to Lord Vader, which I was like, yes. Uh, <laughs> where there was conflict, I now sense resolve. Yeah. I, that was 
obvious, right? Like, yeah. It's like, okay, he, yeah. you know his enemy. Yeah. It says, where there was weakness, strength. Complete your training and fulfill your destiny. Mm. So his resolve was to kill Snoke this entire yes. time. And his true enemy, yeah. he, he notes right before yeah. that. Yes. But yeah. him turning that lightsaber... I thought was so badass, like so <laughs> good, and it was so simple. It wasn't this like strike down. Mm-hmm. It was like a simple like wrist flick, and like yeah, yeah, and, and it's like when he's kind of an his fist to ignite it. Oh my gosh, that is so powerful. Yes, it, it is. It, it's that the the that moment that's built to is just so well earned. And uh, th- just the way that's built up to, it's really an unconventional thing to see see it like that. Like, in, it's, it's lightsaber impale somebody and like that. And it gets even better when, like, it flies out and Ray's hand Red, grab. Okay. Yeah. Oh, goosebumps. These, yeah. You know what? These days, there are, I see a lot of movies at, like, opening screenings. Even with, like, amazing movies that I think have incredible moments, it, it doesn't, audiences don't seem to applaud much these days. Almost but never. Last Jedi, both screenings, there was a Thursday night and a Saturday night I saw it. There was consistently moments of applause in the audience. And that was the, that was the first big one. Yep. That when that happens and then it goes into them back to back, slow oh, motion, that, the Praetorian guards, that is yes. all time yes. Star Wars great moments. That's when the whole, you know, the whole third act from like the Star Destroyer, from like around then, Onward, I think it becomes like absolute like Star Wars at its best. Oh, that it entire was so good. Thing onward. I that whole battle where it like their like differences they're just they're the same. Like or like yeah. the differences they're like they're fighting the same battle at this point and yeah. they're fighting together. They're like like they're fighting and like Ray ends up like getting up on his back a little bit because she gets pushed up and then they're yeah. still fighting. Yeah. But I noticed that like how Ray handles herself is very similar to how Siths do. She's growling and yelling and screaming and Kylo's very calm and controlled and because he's mm. had Jedi training so he knows how to calm and like collect and yeah. like he's very like he has his like lightsaber but he's like pointing and he's waiting mm. and he's like taking yeah. your time yep. Ray's screaming and like Kylo Ren is by the book like yeah. lightsaber you fighting think that has yeah. less to do with light side dark side and more to do with just their personalities he's more collected and she's scrappier which is ironic of, because yeah. he's so off the wall yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> exactly I, like he's i think it's more cannon. training yeah. to me yeah. i think you know ray's had Possibly. 20 minutes of training at this point not really yeah. but or she's using her rage which is yeah i mean a dark side quality a few things but i feel, I yeah. feel like that yeah i feel like they've established that she she is just staying on the light side There's, i feel, I feel yeah. like her going to the dark side oh, is not oh yeah no i don't think it's yeah but um, um, I do love the point or the part where um, Kylo's being like choked a little bit. Oh, yes. And yeah. then she's like, Ben! And he like grabs it and just like, ignites it and it goes <laughs> right through. Yeah. <laughs> and that's oh, yeah. beautiful. Incredible. Yeah. Just yeah. one. Yeah. That it. could have been very cheesy, but I didn't mm. think it was. That oh, was amazing. I love it. It was so much. It, it could have been. But the way they did it, just how powerful they were together was. Amazing fight choreography. Yeah. Uh, incred- I'm, gl- I'm glad that the Praetorian Guards, they were such a cool looking group. I'm glad they got some real good action. Their yep. weapons were interesting. It was, it was an incredible scene. Like the whole, like the red walls of the throne room are like, and then, that, oh yeah, and then that coincides, yeah. you know, their conversation after that. It's where everything with the plot builds to a head with, you know, the with with Haldo and everything. And uh, that was a very Empire moment, you know, with Vader asking Luke to join him, revealing that Vader is Luke's father. We get the yeah. same thing here where Kylo says, "Join me," kind of thing. Let's take this thing over. Yeah, and then reveals her that. parents, or it, at least it, so. So and we it's think. not even that he doesn't even want her to join the first order he wants well, right. her to just, join him yes yeah correct let the first order and resistance burn let yeah, you and me do this if you together. think about it kylo 
does not give two shits about the first order. He yeah. hates hugs. <laughs> hates hugs. And, and we I, all hate hugs. He's a slime. And I love that. Like, the, I love the dynamic that they build. I love, I love that hugs is like a, like <laughs> he's a because they're like a husband wife almost where like they're yeah. always arguing. It the, seems like <laughs> yeah, it's like a big brother little brother thing with that. Sure. And that for like the Force Awakens, he like took himself very seriously. And uh, in this, he still takes himself very seriously, but he's, but he's like manipulating. Yeah, yeah. And I really like that. Well, Snoke I, I admits feel like that. Yes, I love yeah, it. Snow, you wonder why I keep a rabbit cur close to me or like this like sniveling little cur. And he's yeah. like, because they're useful tools. I thought that was yeah. a commentary on and Kylo Ren also, though. Yeah. Oh, that is true. With yeah. the, the weakness turned in, yeah. into a weapon. And I, I'm, I'm just glad. I, I feel like that adds a dimension yeah. to Hux, having him be someone who's taken more seriously, but is like yeah. used in this way by other people. And uh, it's just a fantastic. Fantastic! Yeah. I love that back and forth scene. Which is uh, which is funny because a lot of people had a problem with like Kylo not like immediately killing Hux. I wanted yeah. Kylo to kill and Hux I, there because I, I felt uh, I felt yeah. like from Force Awakens that's where it was going. Yeah. I love when Ky- Hux and almost he wants to kill Kylo. <laughs> when he's out. Oh my gosh! I love I <laughs> yeah, didn't see yeah. that until the second time. And Kylo's like passed out, and he's like, "I'm gonna do it." <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, oh, and he like. You know, like he that was just funny. jumps I a little bit. I love just getting yeah. the glimpse behind this now, mess behind the curtain. Do you think that Hux curtain. knows that he killed Snoke? Uh, that Kylo no, killed no, Snoke? No, no, I don't think he does. Because Ky- Kylo says, Kylo says Ray, Ray did, did it. it. I don't feel like he has any reason to suspect otherwise. I mean, maybe suspect, but I just not think any that Hux is know. like so stupid that he thought that he could just simply blast like Kylo in the face yeah. with a blaster. Yeah, but if he was <laughs> unconscious, like no, yeah. you know, knowing a little bit of the background of that character, his father was like one of the people that was around after the Empire fell. That kind of went in, and it was like they're not necessarily a respected uh, family. He, so he's kind of who he, someone who's kind of born into that upper role. He didn't necessarily like earn I w- it. I would say respected, but maybe not liked. Yeah. It's different. Oh, yeah. okay, so he's maybe. got a ship on his shoulder is what so, you're saying? Oh, absolutely. Plus, plus he's not maybe the like the most capable officer compared to like other Imperial officers. Uh, oh, yeah. Like he got his position army. because like he kissed a lot of ass. Yeah, because <laughs> of who his father yeah. was kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. There, so there's a little bit of a history with Hux from some of the the stories in the lore. Um, he and Phasma are close and that's how they get a lot of work, dirty work done. And it, another thing is that uh, Hux actually killed his his own father, so I think that's an interesting that parallel isn't between. That something I had read yet. Yeah, I haven't I haven't read all of the new canon. I stuff can see him doing it though. Like that was, like, that was like he eliminated him because he he was he feared him as like a rival, which is interesting. Wow. So huh. uh, you know, kind which of which actually stuff. fits his character because he feels like Kylo is his rival. Even yeah, he's yeah. insecure a little Ky- bit, right? Kylo's, he's very he's very insecure. Yeah. yeah. Like so far above him, <laughs> like I think he's like so sad, and I love how like Hugs is just like I'll take Lord Snokes in my chambers, and he's like no, oh, yeah. he's like no, we're gonna talk now. <laughs> yeah. I That's like uh, I like that that um oh my gosh, not Force Ghost. What I'm trying to say, uh, um, hologram? The, uh, hologram. hologram. Yes, yeah. yes. Of Snoke. Yeah, that was a little different from anything we'd seen. Oh. It was all up the face as as big as the body as opposed to usually we see them on a desk or oh, we see yeah. them projected in like a throne room. Yeah. So I thought yeah. that was a nice little yeah. thing. I, just, yeah, I, I think it's, yeah, it works on so many ways, but I, I, you know, from a dramatic <laughs> point of view, but also just like logistically, like that's how Snoke would want to present himself to everybody if he so sees fit. That's why he had a 40 foot tall projection of himself. In oh yeah, Las absolutely. Vegas. Oh, he so he's like the Star Wars Napoleon. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There Snoke you go. has a Napoleon complex. <laughs> okay, I get it. So <laughs> I want to jump through some of the Easter eggs, um, and then you know, circle back to some of the, the other things that we haven't talked about. Movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, let's um, do that. 
so the the ship that is the flagship that Leia is commanding is called the Radis. That is a yeah. callback to Rogue One. Yeah. Where uh, Admiral Radis is the blue version of uh, Admiral Akbar. Received a plan from the surface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. May the force be with you, Rogue One. Uh, and it also, apparently, that was Admiral Akbar's idea. So I think that's kind of cool to Aww. name the ship the Radis. Oh, and uh, R.I.P. Akbar, by the way. Can we pour yeah. one out for him? Real yeah. Quick? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, stained your carpet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, the sh- right shoulder on Finn's jacket, you can see the singe from the lightsaber duel. Oh, oh. I didn't catch that. It is actually sewn up. Um, and I looked into that to make sure I wasn't crazy. So all these facts I did verify, by the way. They're not in just in my head. But uh, <laughs> Poe apparently sewed that up while Finn was out of it, oh. which is a nice little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a far-fetched thing. It's not truly an Easter egg, but Leia's hairstyle the, with her braid, how it goes across her head, apparently is an Alderanian like, morning style. I didn't know that. That was just oh, something I picked up on when I was cool. looking up stuff. For Han. For Han, For Han yeah. yeah. Oh. So that was neat. Well, um, which makes sense because she's like, you're going to say I changed my hair. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. I know. So they, they, they mentioned that. <laughs> oh, that, <laughs> that was one of my favorites. All right. Yeah. yeah. But together, to be guys, continued. <laughs> uh, Pose X Wing had uh, that temporary accelerator on the back, which is why it was so fast that he could basically outspeed and outfly everybody in the beginning of the movie. It had like a temporary oh, engine it, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was charging something up. It wasn't light speed, but it was something uh, yeah, else. Yeah. It was like a, a, a spare thing they had to, to use as a last-ditch effort to kind of distract that thing. I see. And then Poe took it a step farther. Yeah. Uh, the necklace I mentioned that Poe wears is the wedding. It has the wedding ring of his mom, uh, who is named Shara. You can read about them in the Shattered Empire Marvel comic. Um. Uh, Paige Tico, we know, is Rose's sister. That's not really an yes. Easter egg. right. Um, From the opening. The pilot Bomber. that uh, dies earliest in the movie is not James Corden. <laughs> 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 Everyone thinks it is. <laughs> Everyone on social media thinks it is. Um, the name of the pilot, by the way, you're going to love this, Seth, particularly. <laughs> is it called the Brocketeer? J. Chris Tubbs. <laughs> <laughs> the pilot's name is Tubbs, which is a callback to Porkins. <laughs> it also reminds it. me of Miami Vice. Wait, and you know what's funny? There's he looks named... like Porkins, too. He does. Yeah. He does. I was I like, do... what's with the fat ginger guys dying first when they're in like a tackle? It is not James Corden, though. Yeah. Everyone thinks uh, it is. Yeah, I think I, I saw something recently on a Collider. The, they had uh, Bobby Moynihan on from SNL. You know, Bobby Moynihan is mm-hmm. like a bigger guy. And he's like, er, he wants to get like a part of like, yeah, Jack Porkins, like grandson. He'd <laughs> 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 be perfect. Oh, Porkins. So they mention uh, hyperspace tracking. That's kind of a thing where they're like, that's impossible. How do they mm-hmm. figure it out? That is mentioned during Rogue One when Jin and Cassian are searching for the Death Star plans and they're listing off a bunch of initiatives. Yeah. So hyperspace tracking is something Jin actually mentions that the Empire is researching. How about the First that? Order amazing. picks yeah. up that research and yeah. figures it out. Yeah. Like That's great. That. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. There you go. Suck it, Star Trek fans. <laughs> Plot hole? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I did not notice this. You guys probably did, but in that first uh, monologue when Poe is messing with Hux, mm. he calls him General Hugs. Oh, I no, I, I didn't. didn't catch it I didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> it says purposely in the visual dictionary that he mispronounces his name to say General Hugs. <laughs> can, I love how he's like, can he hear me? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love when yeah, he looks down at the guy. Yeah. His expression is awesome. Like, Dom Hall Gleason is a good actor, I think. 
He's always wonderful. You seen Ex Machina? Anyway, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. I wanted Ex Machina to see that. Yeah. Listen, and Oscar Isaac actually. It's the same too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it's, right. It's Poe and Hux mm-hmm. in another movie. Good chemistry there. Different positions. I, <laughs> I just I love it. <laughs> like I I'm hoping that part of that was ad libbed because like he's like can can he can he hear me? <laughs> can he hear me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think there's probably a little bit. And of, the guy's yeah. just like. Yeah, he can hear you. <laughs> he <laughs> delivers like, the sentence. We will burn down the resistance. <laughs> yep, I'm waiting he for. He has to uh, keep <laughs> rephrasing it every time. <laughs> yeah. he I'll hold for general hugs. Like <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. Can you hear me? That's yeah. awesome. It's so good. <laughs> see, when I I see humor in Star Wars, I take it almost as being a little bit self-aware. That some of it is far-fetched and almost a little bit ridiculous. Mm. I, I like that. It see, adds to it. I, for Poe though, is it because Poe no, has a, a sense ass. of humor and he's a, yeah, he's a smart ass. So mm. for him to do that stuff, I was like. That's totally Poe. I think one one thing I, I've I've heard uh, people mention about that opening sequence, they wondered if like the humor was like too like out of place for Star Wars, like you know, like holding like calls and stuff like that. If it was like not, if it was too like of our world <laughs> sure. and everything, I feel like it, it it wasn't too far over the edge. But um, that that's one thing I've heard. Well, like I've reason people like had Sam said, it's like it. when he messes with Kylo in Force Awakens. Like I can't understand you with that mask on. Yeah, yeah. He, he's yeah. like, is this where I talk? <laughs> yeah. it, or do you talk first? Like who does it? The, yeah. yeah. So I really dug it. Yeah. A few people, notably in the Geekiverse, did not like the Kylo Ren shirtless sequence. Oh, uh, come on. Do you yeah, know why they did it though? Or was it you who told me that? So that's why they did you it. You can oh. see Chewbacca's bowcaster wound in his abdomen, which I thought was kind of interesting because. One thing that, after Force Awakens, a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, he's this whiny little Anakin character. He's, he's no tough guy. He survived a bowcaster shot to his abdomen. Which was, like, just saw which was like blowing sco- like which people away. People, yeah. There's like a theory that Chewbacca didn't want to hit him. Like, yes. Yeah. There's yeah, yeah. where he aims at his head and then decides to aim lower, essentially. Yeah, because, yes. yeah. you know, as much as, yeah, as much as as much Chewie is like upset that he killed Han, that... He knew Ben since he was an infant. Yeah, yeah. He's like his. Nephew, it's our uncle. Yeah, yeah, it's Uncle Chewie. Yeah. And like I, I read things about how like, um, like Ben remembers like you know like Chewie like like he understands Chewie. Chewie taught him all the language and like he. Which has is why this, I think like, it's interesting that Ray understands Chewbacca. Just saying. Yeah. I, the, the, well, she, some I, things, I, I yeah. think there's because some, she's not a nobody. No, nobody understands no, Chewbacca. No, 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 no. It's because living on Jakku, she interacted with all kinds of with different Wookie aliens. Seth, with Wookiees. Come I'm on. Sure that's Wookiees a very hot plan. It's that's a very like, hot plan. That's like Tatooine. There are people coming and going all the time. I think she's... Got, funny, don't I, give me those I, eyebrows. I, <laughs> I saw I saw them too. What the hell was that? I saw the eyebrows too. I do it because I care, Seth. Get out of here. Again. For the record, I was one of those people that complained about the shirtless scene. But oh. it was not that he was shirtless. It was that Ray's stupid little quip. Do you, oh, where, wait, do no, you, no, why no. did that bother you? No, no. Because it was silly. That's supposed to be a serious scene. That, that I didn't make it any less intense. Yeah, because... There was actually no. There's another reason for that that I just read about the the fact that he's shirtless and the fact that she points it out. It she helps establish him? those rules. The fact that she can actually see his body. She does. It, it helps build up like oh, yeah, what what just, they can see and what they can. Yeah, and not just like him he, or her hearing him. And Hang on, I want to hear what Poplock has to say. What, no, it's what's just going it's, on it's up a, there? It's a needless joke right there. It's the classic Dis- modern Disney. Oh, don't, no, don't be Pete Hurst. It's so true. <laughs> Disney no. sucks. I hate everything. 
everything you know, you Disney. You know what I think they put that in was because I, I was actually jarred when I was like, whoa, what, what was he doing with his shirt okay, off? Anakin was shirtless <laughs> numerous times. There's nothing times. wrong with the man not wearing he his looks, shirt. He's got nothing the same build as that. his grandfather, all right? But let the He's a healthy boy. That was a logical story reason why they included it. I just read that. That's Ryan Johnson, I think, said that. Someone involved with the movie said that that's why he was shirtless and why she pointed it out. Establish those rules. So my eyebrows were really like going there. Oh, yeah, like, totally. Yeah, no, they were, really were. Man, I've never seen anything like it. Your I didn't even know I did now. it. Yeah. Really? It just happened. I don't believe yeah. that. All right. Yeah, well, I'll try to do it again. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so <Jack laughs> moving Black on from a shirtless Kylo, yeah. um, Snoke's ring. So okay. that had been rumored to be something to do with the Force, like it was going to be meaningful or maybe even a Force weapon. Unfortunately, we didn't see it. But uh, it has made the black part of it from obsidian, which was obtained from Mustafar. Ah. Vader's castle. Yes. Is made yeah, of absolutely. obsidian. So a nice little callback. So Very interesting. I wonder if Snoke was maybe obsessed with, obsessed with Vader over time. Like this is why we need to know more about him. That's why I didn't like yeah. him dying. But anyway, uh, I guess we, we, you know, it, it is interesting to consider. We didn't really find out anything more about him than we learned about Palpatine in Return of the Jedi. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I would like to know now, more. Though, I think, I think, um, I think we might get some expanded fiction. So, there could, could be a novel about him. Cause yeah, we, we don't Snoke know if he was too big, not actually physically, like <laughs> yeah. he, he's too, too big to, to get in like a comic. So can I ask it you guys this question? It needs to be on There could be, no, there yeah. could be a novel about him. No. Yes. Not yeah. enough. Not enough for this guy. I I meant comic or novel. Like yeah. I need on screen for him. Yeah. I I think a, I think there will be a Snoke novel. I don't think he's. Oh, gonna I'm be sure. Any more it's going to be called Snoke. They've <laughs> got Phasma. They've got yeah. Tarkin. Like that's what it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. It's not enough for me. So can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Who's Excuse the villain you. now? <laughs> well, Kylo. Who's the what? Who's the villain? Who do you think the villain or is? Hugs? Kylo. Kylo is the new supreme leader. Hey, we'll get he's back to this. He's gone full. Let's get back to this. Yeah, because I want right, to talk right, about right, Kylo right, right. a lot too later. All right. Get the yeah. tangent twins here and Sam and <laughs> Seth. Damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rose's ring uh, that we see how it, it hides the oh, rebellion symbol. I want one of those in real life. I hope they make those. That was really cool. Oh, the, totally. The, like, the, you the know, twi- the, it twists. Like, yeah, it opens yeah. up like an iris. Yeah, yeah. it's so very cool. That was used by Imperial senators to signify that they were secretly a part of the Rebel uh, Alliance. Uh, cool, right? <laughs> Chewbacca over here. <laughs> so I thought that was a really neat way of tying that back. Yeah. Uh, so the most disgusting scene of the movie that is not Kylo shirtless is the green milk Yes, green oh, milk. Yeah, correct. Oh, no, it was blue. It was blue. Are you sure? Yes, it was green. So this the stupid little Easter egg behind that is that when Luke was drinking blue milk, he had the blue lightsaber, and now he has the green <laughs> oh, lightsaber, yeah. and it's green milk. Just a little. I thought that was just a funny kind of like giving context to like, like this is my life now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love her face. That purpose yeah. too. I like, like she looked really curious, and then she saw, and she was like, "Oh God." He uh, like yeah. he, the, <laughs> speaking of eyebrows, he kind of like does that look with her. He's like that, and then it's pouring down his beard. I'm like, this man is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, um, on he's that really let himself go. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your daily routine. Yeah. Speaking of Easter eggs. Um, I've been reading the Legends of Luke Skywalker book, and there's one of those stories. It's it's really interesting. Uh, the spear, is it? Oh yes, exactly. I yeah, heard about no, there's that. A, there's a, there's a whole story where he's visiting a planet where these people hunt fish by going on these giant flying uh, birds, and they use these huge long spears to spear into the ocean and get fish. And when I saw that in Last Jedi. You know, the, the whole book is about, like, things that Luke may or may not have done in between Jedi and Force Awakens. And, uh, yeah, that was one of the things. So that when I saw him have a huge long spear and use it to catch fish, that's what I thought of. It's like, oh, maybe that's where he learned that's to do nice that. That's a nice tie-in. Yeah. yeah. I read about yeah. that. Yeah, that's cool. 
so the on the floor of the Jedi Temple where Luke is talking to Rey right before Luke talks about his flashback, uh, there is an image of the prime Jedi on the floor. That is the first Jedi. Um, you'll, you'll have to see a picture of it, but it shows a balance between like light and dark. Wait, yes. It's like a, like it's an like image a of a person? Yes. Well, of a creature. We don't, oh. It doesn't look human. I didn't see it. But Wait. it is the prime Jedi. I'll, on, I'll have to show you guys after. Like, it's like the mosaic that's covered that's in yes. water? With the, the yes. Wa- the pool oh, of water. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That is the prime I Jedi, the w- very first Jedi who started the order right there, which yeah. is kind of interesting. Yeah, it is um, very interesting. The door to Luke's hut is from his X-Wing, which I love oh. that you can see his X-Wing in the water there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I did that. that sets up uh, an expectation for when he shows up at the end. Oh, he flew here with his X-Wing. He got I thought so too. I've read up and it says like that he... It's like damage beyond repair, though. Because at that point, he like he said, he went to the island to die. So yeah. he's just like doesn't care. Like yeah, he'll crash it there and whatever. He's and it's know. how long has it been in that water? Like right, just, right. yeah, like yeah. It, I was hoping to five, see, like, ten years. This yeah, is a stupid callback, but I wanted them to lift that. Up yeah, I thought that's exactly when <laughs> she thought, saw I, the X wing. I thought X-ray, maybe Ray was gonna do. Yeah, that, yeah. I thought when she saw the X wing, I was like, oh, she's gonna be lifting that soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one one of your predictions didn't come true. Sam. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, some of Luke's artifacts. So the the compass that you see Luke hold. It is a blue compass, I believe. Uh, anyway, that is from the Emperor's Observatory on a planet called Pilio, which Luke actually finds in the Battlefront 2 campaign, which is really cool. Oh. So he discovers, the Emperor has all these hidden like uh, temples and observatories for Jedi and Sith artifacts that he wants to keep spread across the galaxy just in case there's a contingency. And Luke sets out to find these uh, basically these temples and that's one of the things that he finds and uh, that's a great tie-in from the Battlefront 2 campaign I think huh. um, and it partially helps him find Octo Octo? What do we say? Octo? I, I, I've said Octo I don't know if that's technically correct Ever, I keep hearing Octo but whatever Yeah I've heard people say that uh, This one is a little far-fetched but um, the trees that are on uh, Canto Bite that surround basically the race course. Yeah. They are called Uneti saplings, which are trees from Alderaan. Uh, huh. That, the, that's that's like um, the California and LA, how they had to import all the palm trees. Yes. They, they're exactly. not native to that area. Because that's like a beach so area. A, and that's like a high, that's like a thing, like high, yeah. upper crust kind of a thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, that's, that's really cool. The... Uh, also, with <laughs> regards to trees, the tree that you see in front of the the book of the Guardian of the Wills, that is oh, a, fourth, yeah. a tree that Luke found and uprooted from one of the Emperor's observatories, believe it or not. Uh, Wait, the, the, big, a, the big tree that gets burned down? There was a smaller one. Oh, okay. Yes. So, uh, a theme there. Yeah. Also, one of his artifacts, it's a necklace that has a... You, it's the first thing it shows after we see Luke. It has a lightsaber crystal hanging off of it well, that is confirmed to be a sith lightsaber crystal but it's never mentioned that it's darth vader's i would think it's darth vader's didn't you I, I i heard about that um the way the visual dictionary describes that artifact it implies that it maybe is from darth revan which is uh i've heard that as well i think is technically canon because of clone wars is that correct no because well or, i can't say no i don't believe he's in clone wars but he's in the old republic right don't they work him in there? Forgive me for uh, I, yeah. I know Knights of the Old Republic, but I don't know about the Old Republic. <laughs> I thought and they had DLC maybe, with him. Maybe the canceled season six of Clone Wars included Darth Revan. I don't know. He's like dangerously but, but, close to being canon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he is. So that is possibly tied into Darth Revan in that way. 
so this we'll inevitably talk about in a little bit. Um, the kid we see at the end who is mm. force sensitive, his name is Tamiri Blagg. B-L-A-G-G. Tamiri Blagg. Don't know if that's significant or not yet. Let me see if that Twitter handle is taken. <laughs> uh, DJ, like we mentioned, is Don't Join. Yes. On his hat that we see him wearing originally in Arabesh, it says Don't Join on oh, Okay. Kind of cool. Yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, very cool. The golden dice hanging <laughs> from the Millennium Falcon. It's very cool. Okay, was that in the original trilogy? I don't remember in ever a new seeing hope. it. It really is. Wow. Because when I first saw that, I thought it was something that was meant to symbolize a link between two people. Like at first it was supposed to be like a Luke and Leia, like a symbiote relationship, like twins. And then it was, and then it was evolved to mean Kylo and Ray. But no, I, it, then I was talking to my wife about it and it was like, Oh no, it's like fuzzy dice. hanging. That's from exactly a what I thought. It's like, it was fuzzy oh, dice. I didn't realize that. In yeah. the force awakens, but I yeah. believe they were also in a new hope. So that's, that's, that's great that they brought that back in that way. And the further symbolism there is that they're supposed to represent the dice that Han used to win the millennium Falcon. Oh, Yes. Or was it the dice that uh, Liam Neeson used to win Anakin? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to call it's you Sam Gent. Um, when Those Luke are... says, see you around, kid, that is an homage to Han, because that's what Han says to Luke in A New Hope. See you around, kid. Oh. Um, Phasma's armor. This is not anything new, but it is confirmed in the Visual Dictionary that her armor is from one of Palpatine's Naboo ships. So remember that yeah. silver ship Amidala yeah. had? Same thing. Which salvaged is, by Hux's dad. And it's laser proof. It's, it's blaster awesome. proof. Yeah. I w- and like, I turned to my sister and I was like, so why haven't they outfitted all their stormtroopers with this? There's only so much of it. It's like uh, vibranium. Like, uh, yeah, yeah no, it Mer- was rare. It was something from Naboo, there basically. There you go. There so you go. Hey, it was salvaged hey. by Hux's father and yeah. given to Hux. Yes. Oh, um, Brendel Hux recovered uh, Phasma from her home planet, according to the novel. That's correct. Yeah. Which I'm partway through. Yeah, me too. Uh, last thing is, like we mentioned Slow and low <laughs> is uh, slow and low. Joseph, that is the tempo. Joseph uh, Gordon Levitt, who is the character that basically tells on on Finn and Rose <laughs> to the police. Yeah, so that's yeah. He's a friend of Ryan Johnson. He was in Brick and Looper, and uh, Slow and Low is a Beastie Boys song from their first album, Licensed to Ill. And Mark Hamill is also that little alien that burps on BB-8 and starts throwing coins. <laughs> the guy into with him. the big mutton chops. So and he's credited <laughs> with that role. I did not notice <laughs> yeah. in the credits. Mm-mm. So really good stuff there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's I'm, run I'm that down. We're missing a lot still. But oh like, yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. I can already yeah. I mean that's, that's oh 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 there's another there's an alien in Canto Bite that's based on Gary Fisher Carrie Fisher's dog yes that has like bug eyes like the pug yeah uh, her dog they built yeah. a CG version of him and or made not him an not alien. a pug he's like a Boston Terrier or something but. I read a story that they brought the dog to one of the screenings and every time she was on scene uh, on screen he perked up a little I bit. saw that that's oh, terrible that was, as a dog lover that was tough to read yeah I agree that's real yeah. tough me too, me too. Yeah. I like that little cameo though. Good, yeah. good on them to do that. Gary is seriously a le- that that freaking dog. It's amazing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, where, where do you want to go from here? So want to wrap up the. Let's talk. Um, I want to talk Luke in that end sequence. Okay, so yeah, what after about the Star Destroyer. Holdo. She's on my list. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. We're doing Luke, Luke first. Luke. Luke in the end sequence. Luke in the end sequence. Okay. L- let me. Uh, I'll touch on that real quick because uh, the Im- the imagery associated with that sequence is kind of like. It's like this. That's like the Star Wars movie that I've like seen in my dreams. That like Luke Skywalker 
like an aged Luke Skywalker standing before like a, just an armada of uh, of enemy enemy ships just stand it, it's it's just like the stuff of legend it's the stuff that i've gotten visions of from like uh like old eu canon and, and stuff like that this this incredible just larger than life uh conflict with the sunset in the background it's just the most amazing thing uh i've ever seen the setting crate has a lot of uh really interesting aesthetic choices you know having the the skimmers that scrape up the red dust you know the salt and everything um and also that it 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 uh, works into when the when the TIE fighters are chasing the Millennium Falcon through the caverns, and it resembles the Death Star 2 from Return of the Jedi. But then when uh, when Luke Skywalker confronts Kylo Ren on crate, and the way that sword fight plays out is very much like a samurai movie. I know Three Outlaw Samurai, the, the movie, is a uh, is was one of the inspirations for this movie. And the way they set up, it's like when they, when they go to face each other, it's all about like shifting fighting stances and dragging their feet on the ground. It's like oh all yeah, this, it's and, yeah, beautiful. And that's it's another and apprentice right and there. That's another thing that their feet scrape on the ground. It scrapes out the red. Although subtle Luke clue, Luke does not correct. Yes, which um, I noticed the second time. But I oh no, I never caught that. So yeah. Let me ask you that. Did you guys know immediately that that wasn't Luke? No. No. I thought, like, okay, no. I did, I and I don't want to be a jerk again. I thought it was weird when he had his lightsaber. In my mind, I was like, oh, shit. Sure. Did they just make a mistake? So <laughs> like, that immediately. Why does he have that? Did I, he go to the Star Destroyer, put it back together, and come here? And when <laughs> he appears, I was stoked out of my mind. Me too. In the robe. But then I noticed his hair and beard were totally not what we just saw. It was that, like he trimmed it up that and didn't, dyed it. That yes, didn't, it was exactly that. Like, That's yeah. not right. That didn't quite register with me, but the lightsaber stuck me. out. I was just like, okay, figure it out. He did kind of have the bowl cut so, back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the two things that stood out to me. When he grabbed the original blue lightsaber... I was like, we just watched that get destroyed, and why in hell is he using that one and not his green one? Yeah. I didn't like it at all, and I'm like, wait a sec. Wait, he's somehow not there, but I didn't understand that he was projecting himself. All I knew was something was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, there's no way they screwed up on these two little Yeah, I was details. like, did Ryan Johnson like really screw up here? Like, <laughs> that is the other. worst fan service in the world to try to use that blue lightsaber. Like, don't talk to me. Yeah. That's where I was with yeah. that. Yeah. I, yeah. But... I, all I say is immediately w- the thing that gave it away was when he's talking to Leia. I'm like, that doesn't look like the look we saw like ten minutes ago on screen. Or yeah, however yeah, long it's possible. I don't know. Yeah, did he do something? I, I, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't notice the feet thing. Not leaving the the salt behind I. until that's the a, second time. That's yeah, a cool same. tidbit. I would like to rewatch it just yeah, just for that. But just yeah, yeah the way that fight plays out and um, yeah, that was another m- mentioning earlier about when they kill Snoke and when. You know, when Haldo light speeds through the thing, those are major applause moments for both of the screenings I was in. And that was another one when Luke reveals that he's a projection. I thought that was just so brilliant the way that it, uh, that, you know, it, it's. It's like in the in the end, uh, I feel like Luke, we kind of got a lightsaber battle, but it we kind of didn't. But in the end, Luke won the day, kind of through pacifism, kind of like how he he won lives the up day to the legend. In the end yeah. of Return of the Jedi, so yeah, and it feels like yeah through that event, I feel like Luke, like people who were there to see it will go on to tell the legend of how, how you know, they, they don't know what happened. All they know is and they all, all these him. ships fired on Luke. They didn't kill him. He Somehow Kylo Ren couldn't kill him, and then he disappeared. And that's the legend of Luke Skywalker. And it's like Luke Skywalker is like a, a childhood hero of mine. He's always been my favorite Star Wars character. And uh, I don't know if you want to do this now or later, talking about his, his death, but um, I just feel like it was, uh, it was perfect. Uh, it I was, didn't like oh. it at first. The double sons. 
stumbled. That was, uh, it was nice that it, it started kind of, <laughs> or it ended how it started, right? Like, so I didn't like how he well, you died at this earlier. First. Yeah, because you you didn't catch the well, thing. I I knew that he was a projection at that point. Like that, it took a lot of power, and I'm like, right. So he he just kind of dies after this. Like, was he sick? I no, he wasn't even that old. He would have been in his mid fifties or at best. Mm-hmm. So I was a little upset by that. I was a little upset that we didn't get a, a lightsaber match between the two of them. I thought th- like a true lightsaber match. That mm-hmm. would have been great. Right. I understand stepping back where Ryan Johnson was in his head with all this. Cause that truly is Luke where Luke defeated the empire through by com- throwing away his lightsaber through compassion, not by striking down the emperor. Cause it yeah. wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And there was no way, you know, See, I kind of wanted him to be out there, uh, like just with a force shield absorbing all those. those That's what blasts. I thought it was at first, and yeah, I was same. like, "Oh my gosh!" And I mean, I love the little shoulder swipe. I thought that was kind of funny. It, you know what? Yeah, that, that was that, really Mark Hamill. It seems like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems like kind of that that grows on me more and more. I think about it, just the one because it's not really like gaudy. It's just this one little thing, and no, I it's like, like that's all you have, nephew. Like, come on, let's. I let's think it's gonna do. I, th- I think yeah. like when, I think like whenever like like Peter gives me shit from now on, I'm just gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and you know, it's funny too because Kylo is like, I want every cannon to shoot <laughs> on this guy, and like he's because, like screaming. Yeah, because and yeah. like with the Millennium Falcon, he's like destroy that ship. Yeah, he yeah. Hates that ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love yeah. Finn being like, who they really hit that ship? Yeah, yeah they're yeah, like, yeah. they're like, oh my. God, they drove all of them off. And like, yeah, they hate that <laughs> ship. Yeah. Because like, yeah, because yeah. Kylo Ren is, is the most powerful one and he's the leader, but he's not really a strategic, you know, the strategic mastermind. Because no, he lets his emotions get the best yeah, of him. Because yeah, that's how yeah. it is. Yeah. So Huck's uh I thought that was a good line too. Do you really think you got him? Like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was great too. So that means they they really understand the legend of, of Luke at that point. Yeah. yeah. But Pavlak, what did you think of that whole end sequence? Oh, I loved it. Um, I mean, the whole the brush off the shoulder is that he's trying to goad Kylo. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He knows yeah. exactly <laughs> how to yeah, do absolutely. it. He knows what he's yeah. doing. Yep. He's, yeah. he's, he's biding time until everyone can escape. And in my head, I could have totally bought it if he basically single-handedly <laughs> took down every single thing in his path there. If he took down every single ship, every single soldier just by himself. But it was so much more fitting that he defeated them without you know swinging a single lightsaber and he gave himself up yeah to do it he didn't need to land a single blow to defeat them there it was just so luke shades of obi-wan and and yoda but it was it was it was a very luke way to win the day and to a point han uh from force awakens giving himself up knowing he's got to do that correct yeah one thing if i could change one thing but I, i wouldn't dock the force awakens for it it's that we never saw luke with han and leia in any any sort of reunion. Right. I get it now for the major arc of the story why they had to go that way. So but seeing Luke and Leia together was oh, very important that to was, me. I agree. Yes. That was very, that really, that meant a lot to me to see. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was, even though he wasn't really there, and I think it's it's maybe up for debate whether or not she realized he wasn't there. I was just about to ask, do you yeah. think she knew? No, I believe so. Um, one thing I picked up on the second time was she didn't take the dice with her. Yes. Um, and when Kylo Ren gets in there and picks mm-hmm. them up, they disappear. So they were a hologram too. See, I thought, okay. yeah, because when they hold hands and they 
then they she has a reaction. I thought her reaction was because he dropped the dice in her hand, but maybe the reaction was because she realized he wasn't really there. But everyone else can see Luke. Yes. Which is big. C-3PO, yeah. or 3PO was like... Yeah, he, wink, like, by see, the way. he just like winks at 3PO when he walks by. See, that, that was a reunion I wanted. I wanted yeah. some sort of interaction because yeah. that was Luke's oh. droid. Luke and R2 was big to me as well. T- yes, I, I just want to touch on that. That was like a, that was like a moment of old trilogy... Luke seeing how how overjoyed he was to see R two. He was like, yeah, it was like, I heard it was like it the non depressed. The non depressed Luke was back yeah. for a second, and I just um, was like, watch your language. The silence <laughs> is sacred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. He was like, that was a cheap move. Like yeah, him yeah. showing uh, the hologram of Leia. Like, that oh was, yeah, that was great. It says a lot that R two kept that through the decades because yeah. those droids go through files. You know, like it, it's nobody's <laughs> business, and they get mind wipes. Yeah, R two has never had that. So I. It was a weird thing, but going into the the movie, that was on my wish list, was that Luke was going to get some time with R2, because R2 <laughs> is shut down through Force Awakens because he's upset that Luke's gone. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. So, um, I love but, that. But and Luke and Leia was, like, top of my list of one of the things I, I yes. wanted to see. Yeah. And I they, think Leia knew what was going on the whole time. I think so, too. Because, again, she's super powerful with the Force if she wanted to be. She just mm. never went through the training. But I thought that it was a really good conversation that in a way Luke was there consoling her for Han and apologizing for what happened with Ben basically. And she goes, I don't. And she's, she, Mm -hmm. she makes peace with it. And that's, I think how Luke has the, the peace and purpose at the end, as they said that he was like, okay, my sister forgives me. I'm so ashamed. I couldn't show myself for all these years. And like, it it was such a a moving scene to see the twins together again. Yeah. One last time. Absolutely. That really warmed my heart to see. Yes. It it was absolutely... I I could talk about that scene all day. Yeah. Uh, Another telling thing to me is that Luke and Leia both agreed that Ben is dead, that Kylo can't be turned. That's really interesting. Which tells me that Rey is very much like Luke in that case, where Luke was the only one who thought he could turn Vader back. Even yeah. Yoda and Kenobi were like, he's gone forever. Yeah. And, and I think that it would have to do with the force bond that Rey has with Kylo is that she can see inside his head. And she mm. said she could. She's like, I saw your future yep. as clear well, yeah. as I well, see she now. Saw, well, yeah. he saw her past. That's why he saw her parents. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think that was super important because it was interesting that Luke and Leia agreed like, yeah, this it's we've got to end yeah, here. Even basically. Leia. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, I've known for a long time. She's mm. kind of hidden it. But I think it was super telling, and that was a, like a subtle sign to say that like Ray is like that Luke spirit. Or no, I can do it. I can turn him back. Like watch me. I'm gonna go do it. Yeah. So who knows if? That's, but then that's again, she had that idea going into this, and it really turned around on her. Uh, so it's maybe she'll learn from this, and I, th- I, I think she might be past that point personally. But yeah, we'll see. Time yeah. will tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I love that. Just uh, moving into some of the newer characters here, Admiral Haldo. I Emma loved was great. her. Lord Very good. I really loved um, her. I understand. I haven't read the Claudia Gray Leia Princess of Alderaan book. <sighs> Next supposedly, on my list. Ha- yeah, Haldo has a big presence in that, and supposedly they go a lot more into her personality in that book that isn't necessarily present in the movie, but it's clear they have a history in this movie. And I thought that um, it was really interesting how they it's deliberately depicted as if um poe knows what's going on and haldo is like the ignorant boss that won't listen to her and she's just being you know but like in the end you kind of realize that you know haldo has good reason not to put too much stock in you know not to trust poe with this because leia demoted him (laughs) he's a a fly boy because he got a lot of people killed (laughs) yeah and uh, yeah he's a fly boy uh (laughs) fly boy and um 
and the yeah there was there was a plan going on the entire time and uh yeah i thought holdo was wonderful and she was responsible for one of the standout moments in the movie she reminded me a lot of princess leia not saying i mean well yeah they're, they're yeah. general it seems like they're yeah. pretty good buds yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. they were and like, apparently like, they knew each other when they were teenagers i think i guess they got the into the rebellion together is what the, yeah. s- the story's gonna get to in that book yeah, yeah. But, Pop, and, uh, did you did you think she was bad or uh maybe like an inside person at all for not, the first order no that, that i never got that sense it i i wasn't quite there but with her, I was like, okay, this lady's got to go. Like, she's screwing them up. But I didn't see the long-term plan that she was going to leave herself behind to sacrifice herself. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, total what, what it's yeah. supposed to be because you empathize with Poe. But in the end, you're supposed to realize that, he oh, didn't think things Poe, Poe yeah. was really being short-sighted and, and temperamental about it. And, uh, yeah. And, and there's hand-in-hand with what Leia wanted, actually. And yeah. there's a, yeah, and there's kind of, like, a lesson in that, you know, so, to, like... quick question. Yeah. When, um, when Poe and the others are holed up on, like, the bridge... Who blasts through that? Sh- Leia. The, it is her. Yeah. Like, is it her using her force powers? No, because I thought that the first time, but the second time, it shows the clear laser blast from her gun, like going do do do, like she's shooting basically the hinges on the door. Oh, okay. Because I was, I was like, I thought she was tearing that door. Okay, remember when Poe? They do a coup. And yeah. they have Captain Holdo and all the other people. Oh, and they're like, and, like yes. getting the door open. Yeah. yeah. And like, and then Poe, and like, because they're trying to wait for Finn and Rose to get back yeah. to the ship right. with um, DJ. Which isn't happening. Yeah, it's not yeah. happening at all. He, or he's waiting for them to turn off the hyperdrive or the hyperdrive tracker. Yeah. And uh, he's waiting in the bridge. And then you see the, like, the blaster door just starting to get like kind of. Um, like sparking and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah. I, I assume it was like laser blasts. It was resistant troopers. Where it was like what they did at the beginning of A New Hope to get the doors on the Tantive open. Uh, they were just yeah. well, like you know, soldering it. You know, when it's soldering. Yeah, yeah. I actually was really hoping that that was Chewbacca blowing that door off, and Luke was going to show up there for some reason. Like I know uh, that was early in the movie, but that was my first thought. Was yeah. oh man, yeah. you know, they showed up. And then it was <laughs> Leia in that gown, which was kind of funny to me. And it shoots Poe down. Didn't expect that. But because uh, we were still empathizing with Poe at that point. Yeah. Yep. That was I, a good bait, bait and switch there. Yeah. Because yeah. I uh, actually, like, Haldo's sacrifice was just. That was, it was in, beautiful. It was beautiful. That, that was, was like another oh. one of the things. It's like this is one of the best moments I've ever seen in a Star Wars movie. That's what makes that third act that, so remarkable. That um, concussion sound or that, like, the sound of the ship. It like breaks the sound barrier, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> going through uh, the supremacy is fantastic. Yeah. Oh God, it was so. I good. just wish the attendance at Regal had warned us so about that. I was just <laughs> gonna bring that up. Pavlik, Pavlik and I had a weird experience. I, as did I in my in a separate. Oh, oh yes, I'm sorry. In, yeah. So, uh, basically, 20 minutes before the film, uh, an attendant from Regal comes in and goes, "Okay, everybody." about an hour and 51 into the movie there's going to be a minute and a half worth of silence like it's supposed to be there the audio cuts out totally yeah like a minute and a half that was five seconds it was yeah we're all thinking like oh is there going to be a moment of silence for leia is there going to be some cool lightsaber fight like without sound what what kind of weird artistic direction is this that they cut out the audio completely no it was five seconds i at that moment was like brian johnson you son of a gun that's gonna be (laughs) awesome yeah you know and it was awesome but it was a little overhyped by regal staff sure but now i want like a minute and a half thing of silence in the the next movie where (laughs) it's all action (laughs) baby stylized I just Man, oh, thanks a lot. Regal. That, that was scene, an incredible moment. That scene was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> We've never seen anything like that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why didn't they do this before? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, like, because I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, that is a perfect like 
you can't defend yeah. against that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like it was just the latch di- the desperation. Once everybody was completely yeah, out, it, evacuated yeah, and, uh, and close to crate. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. Hunting. And like I know that people were criticizing it. Like, why didn't you do that beforehand? We just no, said no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah, it was all part Shut of up, a, It was all part of a plan. Yeah. Well, because like the way I was looking at it was like she had to make sure that there was enough fuel that she would get out of hyperspace. Oh, that's a good point. She needs right. fuel to yeah. go into hyperspace. Yeah. Even well, and, then, and then like and then she's a bleep out. Well, they had yeah. time right for one more that. jump. They said yeah. right. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. Oh, good point. So, good mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. What if she had missed? <laughs> God damn it, Pop. <laughs> For the resistance! <laughs> she really is running away. She's like, yeah. oh, how did I get the chorus on? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Guess I'm going to float out here like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, I started strike. <laughs> oh, that's like an SNL skit right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I want Family Guy to parody this movie and do that. Like, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, okay. I've, I've got a thought on this Pavlak let's go to you first because I, I think you're the outlier Rose Tico oh yeah I didn't like her <sighs> you son of a bitch unbelievable yeah, I, how could you not like her okay no no let's hear the man out alright she was just, she was just so judgmental half the time what how well like the first thing like I mean yeah granted Finn was trying to escape <laughs> but, oh, <yeah>. but, <laughs> but he was it's her job I was like she already said done three other people yeah basically our very first interaction with her is judging Finn assuming that he's bailing on the rebellion he's in what he said he said the fleet is doomed we gotta get out of here he's trying to find his friend that was not the first thing that she did though she was mourning her sister that was the first thing and she's hero worshipping talking about with Finn yeah. Okay. But okay. she she hero she, worshipped him first. And she and she, this guy who yeah yeah who she hero worships, but she doesn't believe a word of it when he tries and tell her a perfectly rational reason for why he's heading off to why save the would she? She's she? Like, okay. Because she said all these people have been trying deserting. Yes. Like I look up to you, but oh you're in an escape pod with a packed bag. Oh maybe. And she's like being real. Like this. Oh you're so not who I thought you were. I yeah. kind of like. <laughs> excuse me. How <laughs> Kelly Mar- get choked up? I'm, <laughs> I'm so congested right now. It's terrible. <laughs> Sound like an idiot so that time of year kelly marie tran i i really liked her but what i'm saying was with that interaction with finn i love how she was so starstruck she couldn't breathe and finn obviously doesn't really know the role and he's like may the force be with you like that was kind of funny it's like you're the finn uh the finn yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. she was just like it was funny how she was catching her breath yeah she was just hysterically crying yeah and then She's like, I just, I had to stop three people from escaping. And then she slowly realizes it, and her face was hilarious to me. She's just a yeah. Debbie Downer. No, she no, is she not. Is. She Whoa, is, is the beating Downer. heart of the resistance, my friend. Say, look. She oh, crap. He's got the girl next door. Look at this. Wait, wait, what is it? That? I, I can't. You're halfway across the table. <laughs> it's on the paper. It's on the paper. What does it Rose say? Rose Tico dash heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rose heart what? Tico. A, what? That proves it. A-R-T. Captain a, Planet, she'd have the heart ring. Yes. Yeah. Abandoned Correct. Yeah. She did have a ring. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she's Slow useless down. is what you're saying. So we've clearly <laughs> disproven Pop's side of the argument about that. Right? It's in writing. <laughs> I'll sign it if you want I never hit a woman in my life, but you, <laughs> your ass is pushing it. So, Rose is the heart of everything that the Resistance is fighting for. That line where she says to him that you fight for what you love instead of destroying what you hate was 
beautiful. That I, was great until I she honestly, then planned the kiss on him, and you completely destroyed you the romantic uh, tension that was building between, fi- at least on Finn's end, and Ray no. in the fort. Yes. No. I don't Finn, think there was romantic Finn, tension oh, there. Finn's there was end, not romantic tension Finn's there. End, no, neither of them. It was yeah, a very whoa. strong okay. friendship. Whoa, she had a hold crush on, a second. On, on, on Finn, but I think at the same time, like, she realized... Like I don't know, it was innocent. I, to it, me. Was, okay, it was no. a, it was a respect and a friendship. I really never saw that as being romantic. Two reasons why you're wrong. Totally One, had he a crush asked, on. Do you have a boyfriend? A cute boyfriend? Okay, and good point. Away. Two, the very okay, first that's word. But, but that's the when they first meet. The very first words out of his mouth when he wakes up is where's, where's Ray? Because he's Ray? concerned time out, about it. Time out. Time out. Time okay, out. What? Were we not talking about Finn and Rose there? Because that's what we were, we were talking, talking about. Finn and Ray just now. Okay. Finn definitely likes Ray. Thank you. I, yes. I still 100%. I, I don't think they're going to end up oh, getting absolutely. together. I th- when she's like, are you with the resistance? And she's like excited. He's like, I, resistance? I'm with the resistance. This is what I we am. look like. The resistance. Well, he's yeah. also trying to cover for the fact that he's not with the resistance. Okay. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah, no, he no, definitely has a crush on Ray, but he does not have a crush on Rose. Rose. But Rose has a crush on Finn, if you follow me. Yeah, I hate love triangles. Get them it's back. I don't, I don't think Get they're setting up a straight love triangle. Damn it. Get them yeah, back. I, I don't think they're setting here. up a love triangle. I don't think Ray feels anything for Finn. Like, a friendship, yes. I think she does romantic. a touch, but I think basically what's going to happen is, like, her Jedi training will get in the way of it. What do you her think? Her job okay. gets in the way of her relationships. Yeah. What do you She's think? She's a career-driven woman. I, I love it. On that same note, Ray and Poe meet for the first time. Do you feel like there was something when Ray and Poe met? No. No? Because, all right. Do you? Um, not necessarily, but is that what, what do I wish? I said, you wish there was something between Poe <laughs> and Ray. Why do you? Th- why? Why do I? Think- I don't know where you're going with this. Where are you going? No, with no. This? I was just. Okay. I just thought it was. I, they met each other for the first time, and that's just. I something like that that's they addressed that. Talked about. Do you know what they also addressed on the Falcon? Chewie finally gave Leia that damn hug that we all complained that she oh, didn't yeah, get yeah. in Force yeah, Awakens. Yeah, which is something that JJ was like, oh, I should have done that. Yeah, yeah. JJ's like, yeah, I screwed up. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that finally happened. So that's good. Okay. And I was happy with uh, Ray and BB-8. Like and she's like, oh, I like your new antenna. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there were a lot everyone's of back together yeah. at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. that and, was uh, nice. That and Poe sees BB again. He pets him like a dog. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, buddy. <laughs> and I was okay. like, oh, that's what but, I do okay, when we I go were, home. This whole thing <laughs> okay. began because you were asking us about Rose. <laughs> yes, yes. And Pav doesn't like Wait Rose. Okay, but we do. Yes. Okay, that's fine. That Pav doesn't. I just see her drastically yeah. different. Yeah, I yeah I disagree. Say love you, man. You just call me? <laughs> no, speaking of what she said about like, what was it saving? Like, it's not. About, you don't. You don't destroy what you hate. You save what you, you love. love. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be a major theme in nine. Well, they've got nothing left. There's like twelve of them at the resistance. I uh, see. I want to. Yeah. So it, maybe we should save this for episode nine predictions. Yeah. Okay. But Rose. Uh. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say bitch you. I loved Rose. She was the the earnest, unironic heart of um like the the ideal of like you know unrel you know even if when she's faced with this person she looks up to she she doesn't relent even you know when when he's when he's wavering and she you know that's what like like some of the stuff on um canto bite is maybe i like a touch on the nose when she like saves all the animals and everything but it's it's pretty in line with her character too i, like, I feel like she's like a lot of star wars fans who got to be cast into a movie yeah and like like she's watching it all play out in front of her like oh my gosh like you're the fan you see, kind of thing at the premiere she uh saw somebody in the crowd of fans that was dressed as rose and she like started crying yeah. and hugged her and it's like like what a, that was such a beautiful mm. moment she was like, with daisy ridley in a different interview and just like was like i'm sorry and she started crying because she was <laughs> yeah. just like so excited to be in the movie yeah. 
So I appreciate that that passion kind of came across a little bit in her oh, character. Absolutely, yeah. And it's it's interesting that like yeah, now she's one of the few resistance people left, so she's get, probably going to play a and really she's got prominent some, role in the resistance going forward. She's had is, loss, which is big, not to mention, you know, just her sister, but everything on what she mentioned from her childhood and the oppression on her planet. Like yeah. it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah but Pom she's over there just smugly sitting <laughs> with a blanket around him like a cake. With anime bangs like a mother Look at this they're guy. Not quite anime yet. We can't hear you. <laughs> they're not quite anime bangs <laughs> yet. But yeah, I think yeah, Rose is going to be r- probably She's in that group of like Poe, Finn and Ray now. She's yeah, cuz I mean there's not many people left besides her and she's so I feel like the resistance is so good hands going there. forward cuz she's going to keep them in check with what they're supposed Wipe to stand for. And she, and she, off of your face. Can, can we get on to the next topic? Like she's the one who inspires the kid who shows up at the end. She's the, she she causes that spark that le- is left there on Canto Bite. Is that a ship in the sky? By the way, that that kid sees. I thought it was just stars. I thought it was a ship. You thought it was. Oh, like I didn't in, see. I'd have oh wait, to see it again at the very end, you might be right. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's Star? going into um hyperspace. Like like lights. I thought yeah, it was light. the Falcon, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I read a cool you, theory. I kind of vaguely recall that. Yeah. And I, I think it's a ship. Yeah. But a theory online says that that is Luke passing into the Force. No. <laughs> like, oh no! No, oh, I don't think oh, so either. The, oh, the shooting star. Yes. No. Yeah. I, I, assumed, I don't think so I assumed it was a ship going to hyperspace. Yes, yeah, so I remember yeah. what we're talking. about. I think now. it's a nice sentiment, but I, I don't think that's it's what it is. Definitely yeah. not. No. No. It's, okay. it's an I, actual. I would thing. never say definite with Star Wars. You never know. Um. But uh. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that unseen? Or do you want to talk about something else? Can we talk about we who ends seen. up showing up on uh, with Luke? Who makes an oh, appearance? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah. Yoda comes back. I yes, love that scene. Predicted, and I love, we love, love. We predicted this. Okay, I guys, love that he that was, was a puppet. Easy. He was a puppet. I, I know. Yes. So much. I was like, yes, a throwback. Yes. I like that he was a puppet. I don't like the way the puppet looked nor the lighting of the puppet. Oh, I love that. Well, I he's a force ghost. That. He's supposed to look kind of, you know. His force ghost in Return of the Jedi looked way better. I don't. Uh, yeah. It just, I, so a, a separate lighting company did this. I don't know why, but they brought someone in to do it. And also his puppet was made to be a replica of the one from Empire Strikes Back, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. He looked like, that, he like looked like his deathbed sick Yoda to me. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, something I looked off. In I can't. My I can't say. I, agree. I. I mean, I think it looked. I just knew that he looked like Puppet Yoda. I knew and that he looked like a puppet. Ex- yeah. Sure, yeah. it was a puppet I, for it, sure. It, it like took a moment to get used to, I guess, because that's not something we see too much of. But um, I was, yeah, I was overjoyed uh, like to see it personally. Thought. But and, I don't uh, like the execution. I no, nah, I I do. I did love the execution personally. But I, I understand. <laughs> Can um, we talk about I think CG, like, how but, hilarious the part was where um, Luke's like, "I'm gonna burn down this tree," <laughs> and he's like, "Wait, the books?" And Yoda's like, "Nah, just kidding." And he like blows up the tree. I love it because it was like goofy Yoda yeah, from Empire. Exactly. When he yeah. was like a little, him. when he was like a little Look nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At first, yeah. I didn't like it, but the second time, I laughed hysterically because I saw that, and frankly, like a like a little bit of myself just being like a lunatic and thinking that was funny. <laughs> yeah. He's sitting there going like, <laughs> like yeah. he's sl- like slapping his yeah, knee. Yeah, yeah. And then, he's but like, then, Skywalker never learns. Like, <laughs> Although now we realize that Yoda probably knew that Rey took, took the, the books. books. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly but, what it was. But even so, even without that, I was like, 
like, oh, Luke, you care about this book so much. Like, why don't you do it? Here, I'll do they it for you. They were page turners. Yeah, and it's like, oh, not. really? You yeah. read them, did <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, he smacks him on the nose and says, you're yeah. still looking away. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. And, that, you know, that's another thing that subtly sets up, like, the rules of, like, the force astral protection. The, f- the fact that force ghosts can, in a limited way, affect the yeah. physical world. Qui-Gon Jinn's force ghost did something similar in Clone Wars where he affected the real life world. Yeah. And I thought that was a nice tie in. Yeah. Believe it or not. Uh but <laughs> I seriously, I I we knew there was gonna be some force ghost. Like there had to be. And I, 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 still was, the I was still surprised. Yeah. I, it, I was not. I totally was not. Like that was if I had money on one bet, that is what it would have been. We were I talking about crowd ghost. cheering. That was a crowd cheering moment. Yeah. When they saw like the, the outline <laughs> of him and we were like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and he still like, gets me it's like <laughs> <laughs> I love it, because that's my favorite kind of Yoda. It's when we meet him in Empire before we realize he's Yoda and he's just like this weird like 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 manic little goblin that's just screwing up li- all Luke's stuff. Yeah. And he's like hitting R2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is my favorite. And, and uh, I'm glad that that's kind of the Yoda we got. Yeah. He's the crazy old coot from the uh, the old mining town. Yeah. Like yeah. The yeah. I love that. I thought it was so well that done. was a big favorite of mine. So yeah. I was reading up and apparently like Frank Oz had like, he was like under contract that he couldn't talk about Star Wars for like a the year leading up to it. Like even oh, really? in interviews, like he had to deflect and talk about something else. That's very interesting. Yeah. Like that's a nice way to keep that under wraps. But, but then like, he was at the premiere and I'm like, you guys, it's going to be Yoda. Like he's got to be there. I didn't know. Is it, yeah. I didn't see anything about the premiere. So yeah, yeah I, I really didn't, didn't see that. that no, that was the last thing I watched. Cause it was the day before I swore social media off for a week. Yeah. And it was the red carpet premiere and he was the only one that was not on the cast list. I'm like, Frank Oz, what are you doing there? <laughs> we don't see Billy D. Williams there. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm very disappointed. We've got no oh, Lando. You know what? I feel like we're maybe set up to get Billy D. Because now Outer Rim Ally. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Do, what, what's next? I know we're moving into episode nine predictions at some point. What's is there anything else we want to cover before that? Um, it's probably most important to me, but John Williams. Uh, score for this oh beautiful um i incorporating old themes while working in the new ones fantastic score rose's theme is more prominent uh, than i realized uh, in listening to the soundtrack it's just it matches her character beautifully it's kind of like innocent and it's got that positive spirit Mm. um i love how he incorporated ray's theme it was more grand this time kylo ren's theme uh march of the resistance is very epic yeah. Can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all out of grog. <laughs> Why is the rum gone? <laughs> yeah, uh, do we want to take one more break or power through this? Power, power through, through it. it. Right. Power through it. Wait, wait, wait. Well, what's next? What's 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 left? Not, not too much. Uh, You're next for You're the next. jackhammer. <laughs> Jesus. Goldberg. It was Goldberg. Sorry. I'll meet you for three minutes. Uh, three minutes of play I, No, no, three minutes of play. Yeah, there, but I was thinking of what's the Happy Gilmore thing? You could count on me waiting for you in yeah. the parking lot. Mr. Larson. <laughs> <laughs> but also, yes. three minutes of play time. Rest in peace. I got you for three minutes. Rest in peace, Richard Keel. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, Macho Man Savage that as well. Both of them, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Last thing I had was basically... Where the hell do we go from here? That's a great question because this this question. felt like the finale. You said this felt like a beginning. To me, this felt like a finale. One of the oh, how? Well, the I mean, in the first order. In, cer- like- in, in certain way, okay, yeah, yeah, it's not a perfect 
idea. That's like what, that's yeah. like a big deal. Yeah. Seth, right. Seth brought this up in our group chat the other day, and I said, "Well, Seth, no offense, but the lack of a resolution between good and bad in this universe." I said, "Okay, that's the one exception. <laughs> like that's where we end." No, I just, I mean, there was, I guess, the, like the. Um, the, the fact that all the good guys are together and all the bad guys were kind, kind of thwarted in a sense and and the fact that we end with that denouement of the kid on Canto Bite felt kind of like um, an epilogue to a finale. But yes, there is much left to be resolved. From here, I can only see this happening through a time jump of a few years. It has to. Yeah. How are which they is, gonna, which is normally what Star yeah. Wars yeah. does, although the, you know, Last Jedi is the first movie to not do that. Um, yeah. To do what? The the, oh, the first Star Wars uh, sequel to not have a time jump in between. It's always at oh, least a yes, few years in between or a few months, if not like, you know, Phantom Mass and Attack of the Clones is like mm-hmm. 10 years. Um, so, yeah, from here, I would imagine... I would say like two years? Uh, well, we need we need some time for the Resistance to build up. I think Because literally all of the Resistance fighters are on one ship. Yeah. And it's the Millennium. So, like, seriously, think, what are they doing with Leia? That's think, a big deal to me. Yeah. Okay, I've, can I... Pr- yeah, let's let's open. let's predict Leia. Yeah, no, that's no, just a, tell that's us a, how it's gonna happen. Okay, how it's gonna open? It's gonna be her funeral. I think you might be right. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be Ray at her funeral. Normally, I'd say you're crazy, but you're right with every damn Star Wars. Because like, what else yeah. are they gonna do? They're not. They said they're not gonna digitally reproduce her. They cannot, I cannot kill her I'm, off off screen. I can't imagine they or retire I'm, her. Whatever it is, like it's well, gotta well, be addressed. It's really hard to imagine them recasting her. I think no. it might work out well enough if they opening if like the opening crawl is like this happens, you know. Jedi and da da da, and the First Order and the Resistance, and now the last paragraph has to do with like you know the funeral for uh, for you know the, the the Resistance general, and then the first the opening scene is her funeral. I'm fine with them doing something like that, but I don't want Leia addressed in the crawl, and I want them to just go right to the funeral. It'll be well, it may be like hinted. Well, the third paragraph of the crawl always is like the lead into the direct situation they're about to. Sure. Go into. Yeah. So so it would be like alluded to in that third paragraph and then they Where go into the funeral. Where do you think they'd have her funeral? Uh, <laughs> I was going to be older, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm well, the maybe worst. well if you know Star Wars movies always open in space, maybe it's like a like at the end of uh, Star Trek, not to bring Star Trek into it. We want to keep this uh, uh hi- high quality you? fiction here. <laughs> oh! But shots you know, fired. They uh, <laughs> you know, they launch. You know, when Spock dies, they you know launch him in what looks like a big sunglasses case off into space, and maybe it's like a, a burial at uh, space for later. I I feel you know I have no idea. I have no idea. I've been predicting Star Wars for years. It's, I've, I'm way off base. I, I can't I, imagine. Yeah, it's a very, it very impossible predi- yeah, it's, predicament it's, to be I in. I feel like Ryan Johnson was like, hey, JJ, <laughs> have fun with this one. Yes. <laughs> Contradicted but, everything you said. Oh, and uh, Leia's still alive. What? Like, there's a lot that he's got to fix in this last chapter of the new trilogy. I yeah. mean, obviously, the quality of a movie is pretty far down on the list of important ramifications behind someone's death. But if you're just viewing this objectively, it's a tough hurdle for them to overcome in this next movie. Especially since we now know that Leia was supposed to be the very central to right. what happened. So they probably had to rework a lot of the plot. Um, and they switched directors. That script was pitched last week by J.J. Abrams. Yes. The first draft. Yeah, and it's allegedly called Black Diamond. Oh, that that, that that's the shooting title. <laughs> yes. Yeah, which is we, well, yeah. It, it used to it like used to means it used to be an actual like disguise like a cover, but now it's just like we it's like formally announced that it's fun. The new Star Wars movie is called this, and it's just like an entertaining pastime at this point. I like that. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. like like it's uh, was a Blue Harvest it was the working title of Return of the Jedi that they actually gave it so that people wouldn't know it was Star right. Wars. But yeah, exactly. Um, 
but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think you might be right about Leia. Um, but yeah, I think that Ray is probably going to try to rebuild the Jedi Order through the lessons learned from the follies of the old Jedi Order and the follies of Luke, who you know kind of crumbled un- under the pressure of his own legend. And I think that Kylo Ren will be in a Snoke-type role in the First Order and that, uh, yeah, the Re- Republic will be built up and, you know... and, and What Republic? The, uh, our Resistance, rather. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I think that uh, one thing that... Did you, did you see the one thing, like, from a couple months back about... Um, there was, like, a fan who came up to J.J. Abrams and the screenwriter Chris Terrio after, like, a talk they gave and kind of asked him, like, can you tell me anything about... It was just after he was announced to be the director and him, the sc- Chris Terry, the screener of episode nine. And he said, can you tell me anything about what you're doing with episode nine? Did you guys see this? No. no. It was, it was a, re- he just posted on Reddit, this guy. And, um, he told me like, yeah, yeah. JJ and Chris Terry, they, I got to talk to him. And it, what JJ told me is they're basically going to try to provide a finale that ties in all of the trilogies. So it's, you know, the, the sequels, the originals and the prequels to some extent. So it maybe gives you a little food for thought as to where they might go. This is a, a outrageous thought. I, I'm not going to purport that I believe in it. Are they maybe going to extend it? Is this a quadrilogy instead of a trilogy? I don't think they would do that. Just because they have a lot to wrap so up. I agree, this, and I don't feel like one movie, movie could do it. That's, that's I don't think my it's thought crazy ever since. that they. It's not a part one, part two kind of thing, but you know how like they sometimes ha- they do it. They've been doing True, but that like, for Star Wars agree. though. That's kind of this is almost yeah. that's like kind of like, like sacred. Bird. Sacred. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Oh, I that trilogy format stupid. I think they won't probably go in that direction, Pavlok. But I would think that. It's possible that not too far down the line they announce a 10, 11, 12. That's tied to I this. think that may happen. I think that I think that is the absolute because there've been speculation about whether or not nine will be the the ending to all the endings and it will be the end of the Skywalker saga. But I could see a 10, 11, 12 happening. Working with the the you know the original conceit of Lucas's idea for Star Wars was that it would be like you know the original Star Wars was part four of a 12 part series yes. as in based on like an old film serial that were traditionally in 12 parts and you would only you would go to the theater you would just see some random one in the middle and that's why New Hope you know that's why the first Star Wars was episode four um, so I feel like um, I wouldn't be shocked if they in a few years I don't, I don't think it'd be right away announced that, that 10, 11, 12 maybe in like 10 years cast. or something after episode 9 maybe even <laughs> Originally, that was my thought, but maybe even sooner, depending on where these spinoffs or, go. Well, actually, I would think maybe and even later. Trilogy. Now that now that Ryan Johnson is going to have this new trilogy, whatever that is, which I don't think is 10, 11, 12. No, it's but, not. But yeah, I, I would imagine that um, they would go maybe to, episode, like, you know, the, the, there's the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy. This is the sequel trilogy. And then 10, 11, 12 will be built as the final trilogy. And then, then that'll be the finality to everything. And then I believe they're going to do and then, that. And then eventually. outside of that, they would they could keep making movies, but it would be completely separated. It'd be like Ryan Johnson, whatever. He's yes. completely separated from the Skywalkers. And I, I agree completely with that. it would not that. be called, you know, it would not be episode numbered. It would just be this own thing. I think we'll never get episode numbers past 12 ever. And nine will be it for a while. So yeah, I, I think I that's kind of where I yeah, sit. Yeah, I think it's more branching out. Because, I mean, if you think about it, that kid at the end, if he's going to play an important role, he now has one movie where he gets to develop. I'm not so t- sure he will, though. He may have been just well, a but random, I'm saying, hey, if this he, kid. But, no, but if he is important, think about it. He's only got one movie to develop now. On top of, t- apparently, we're going to get backstory on Snoke. We got to see Kylo develop. We got to see Ray develop. We got to see Rose and Finn now if they're going to develop as a couple. There's so much they have to tie up in this I one don't movie. Think so I don't completely agree with you because I think Ray, we know where we stand with Ray, Finn. 
Poe and Kylo. I think at this point, like they're, I think they're Kylo is still learning. Yeah, but I I don't think like it's to a point where we don't know enough about those characters. I think it's like because they because we've we've got their origin in Force Awakens. Now they they've they've passed the Crucible and be, kind of become more of like what they were meant to be in this movie. So it's going to be. Uh, there's not going to be too many like uh, revelatory a, shifts. Yeah. If anything, maybe something happens with Kylo at the last minute, Darth Vader esque that right before he dies, he, he kind of makes a, a a righteous choice or something like that. In regards to the kid on Canto Bite, I think that yeah, I want to talk about him. I, I don't think that he's going to be built up like he's going to be a new character. I think he's just meant to symbolize what he's is, a spark give, of give, hope. Give context yeah. to what's happening in the galaxy. That you know. And and why Rose being Rose mattered because now there there are separate you know once we get that time jump which I you know theorize will happen into Episode Nine there will be pockets of people uh, many of them Force users around the galaxy who believe in the Resistance who will rise up to support it and that's why when we get that time jump there will be a more robust um, uh, Resistance with you know a number of Force users. Uh, to match the first order led by Kylo Ren, possibly, hopefully, finally with a prominent Knights of Ren role, yeah, which I'm really hoping for. I've been waiting that. for that since seven, yeah. so I'm really hoping. You know, I think that's very well may happen now that JJ. You know, he, he originated that idea with Lawrence Kasdan, so I, I think it's it's likely he might revisit that for now. I was actually wondering, do you think that Hux would try and um, stage a coup? I was wondering if they Kylo. kept Hux around. I don't think Kylo is popular within the First Order. He rules by fear, and I don't think anyone really likes him. Like well, Vader, Vader. You remember yeah, Vader? Think, like all yeah. the officers were like, like your stupid religion is like, you know, they they, they didn't respect him, but they kind of it was by fear. By fear, and but I think is like Kylo is different than Vader because Vader was a man. Kylo stole a boy. Yeah, and Hux has a pull. He's been yeah. with the First Order forever. If he wanted to stage a coup, he could. That's a good but point. Phasma's yeah. allegedly and gone. Do we think Phasma's gone? I back? still think Phasma could come back. I think Phasma could come back, and she could That's help the him stage effect, the coup. Right? Yeah. Well, and no, no, I no, no, think, no. and this is what I'm thinking, I think Hux is actually the real villain. So I was going to ask you, do you think they kept Hux around to give Kylo an out at some point? Because my opinion is, without someone overseeing things like Snoke, like... I, I, it's harder for me to see him becoming Ben Solo again. Like, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like now he's like the top of the top. He's I, the ba- He rules the galaxy. He's really. he's the supreme leader now. He, yeah. Yeah. He rules. Yeah. Like, Correct. No, who who in the galaxy is above him? Nobody. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I guess the the, the fate of the galaxy is still being contested. Sure. But because the first order hasn't really dominated yet. But yes, he is like if there were to be a ruler, he, he yeah he would be. But you know, right now the resistance. There's no Republic, and the Resistance yeah. has the Millennium Falcon and, like, you know, 20 people. Right. Yeah, so yeah. absolutely. Yeah. right now, he's it. You know, obviously, yeah. that'll shift as we get to Episode 9. Yeah, yeah. That That's not in... Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. Question. Like, do you guys Could see... they still track the Millennium Falcon using their hyperdrive? It's a smaller ship. So, by their logic, I don't think so. Okay. But it's not to say they couldn't put a tracker on it. Yeah. I, I think it's safely Because, gone. well, if you think about this... Um, Han says the Millennium Falcon is hot. How he's like, how else do you think we were able to track this ship? Mm-hmm. Like when he finds Ray and Finn. So well, allegedly Han left some sort of beacon on it when he first owned it. Yeah, that's true. But 
Um, yeah. I mean, do you see any sort of redemption for Kylo Ren here, or do you think this is it? And they're going to go a different direction. I think there's, there's going to th- be some redemption. I think that, if anything, it would be a last-minute thing like it was with Vader. I'm hoping it's not. They're sort of, like, moving away from stuff like that. Like they're Cause they, to, Yeah, because they yeah. set that up with the Snoke th- throne room thing mm-hmm. that it was because it was like Return of the Jedi. And um, but well, they but they subverted that by having Kylo still want to uh, you know rule w- with with Rey and not actually turning to light like she wanted. That's the premise, right? Like with Star Wars, Anakin kills Dooku. Oh my gosh, he's de- determined to become the next apprentice. Or uh-huh. um, if Luke kills Vader, he has to become the next apprentice. Like that's how like it kind of works with the Force with Star Wars with mm. how the dynamic is. Kylo's killed his master. Like he's mm. the guy now. You know, is he too deep from coming back? Maybe that's part of the rede- redeeming quality for how strong Ray is, that it's, she can pull him back. I, I don't know. May- yeah, it's just it's just a big thing with like I mean, you Maybe know, it, these movies are the story of the Skywalker line, and they still are. But yeah, the Skywalker is the villain, which is a very you know original take on it. But yeah, perhaps it's like, also the hero. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> I, I mean, at one point in the Last Jedi. Uh, Ray is, uh, you know, she says she she kind of implies that like that not that she needs to save the day, but that she needs to lift Kylo up in order to save the day. That she needs to turn him. It's kind of like how uh, spoilers for Blade Runner twenty forty nine. It's kind of <laughs> like how uh, Ryan Gosling's character thinks he's like the chosen one in the plot, but in reality, he was just somebody who was there to help the chosen. It wasn't him. He was he's just a supporting player in the story, which I think is kind of like what Ray is in this story. Um, so yeah, I feel like I would like to see it because it's the Skywalker line, but I don't know. Maybe if it depends if they're doing ten, eleven, twelve. Because if you know the the you know the Skywalkers are, it would be great to see them be redeemed before at least before they end. So I I don't want you guys to roll your eyes. With it wouldn't be uh, a Star Wars podcast without oh, some sort of theory. That, I know where this is going. Of course, of course, but it's worth bringing up. So is it at all possible that that kid is a third solo child? What? Assuming Ray is the second one. No. Wait. Whoa, that didn't go where I thought. I it could would. I could buy that because then it would be true that I don't think her parents cast her off along with maybe her younger brother. Okay, just hear me out. Wait, so, wait hear the me kid out. on Canto Bite? Yeah, that's who he's referring yeah. to. Being a Brag. solo child? So listen, so I just have an open mind. No. Keep those eyebrows down, you son of a bitch. So Whoa. <laughs> Let the tiger out of the cage there, buddy. <laughs> oh, you don't even know the half of it. <laughs> With, uh, it. It was one of my first thoughts when, when seeing him. Obviously, we've theorized for years on Ray's parents and all this garbage, and who knows if it's even true. But that's part of the fun of Star Wars is speculation. So Kylo Ren is Kylo. He's been solo. Let's just for a second assume that Ray is like a sibling of his. Okay. They're not twins because there's like 10 years difference between the two For the of them. sake of argument. Different so, hair color, all that. Yeah, different noses. Not at all. What are you, what are you even talking about? <laughs> okay, so, she doesn't look anything like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> it would make sense that if they realized that Ben lost his shit and they had to hide Ray, let's say, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, she has the same power that he has. We got to jettison her off to Jakku and make her think that... She, they are terrible parents then. <laughs> they are freaking terrible parents because that poor child was left there in that desert but all alone. She didn't have no. any guardians. What's his name? Lore, San- Lore Santeca? Yeah, well, Pla- Uncar Plot is not a guardian. Yeah, her guardian. He was, he's no. technically her guardian. No, Lore Santeca would be because he's the, he was on Jakku. I thought no, maybe... He is te- Plot is technically... Plot, 
He's whatever is Ungar Plutt. He is technically Simon si- Pegg. His name is Simon Pegg. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, he so. was horrible. And no, he was How horrible. horrible. He that. did not treat her right. He was starving that poor girl. He's yeah. Her alive. Ungar Plutt yeah. was a like a so, monster. Yeah, yeah. And she was alone. A monster. No. A Kylo monster Ren's in monster. spirit. Okay. No. Yeah. Kylo's so, gray man. He's not a monster. Let's assume that they jettisoned her off, thinking, like Luke. This like Luke's like I'm not doing this anymore. Look what happened with with Kylo. Okay. Why wouldn't they separate the third solo child off way else somewhere? Oh, oh, that's weird. He's a slave, just like Anakin was. Yet again, I'm going to say this, terrible parents. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you not crap leave what you think about their parenting? I'm like, talking about a theory. You have here. to leave them in planets that are living in poverty. Like, why can't you Luke leave them? Luke was on Tatooine. It was a terrible place for Luke to be. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Leia but, uh, gets yeah. to be a royal that's, family I mean, member. Like, I mean, yeah. like, Ro- I mean, like, Rey being a lost solo sibling is like, you know, enough of a thing, but then there being that, that other kid okay, they encountered so, so, as a third one, that's quite the... Why the, is it crazy? Because Disney hasn't quite forgotten that old Star Wars Legends canon that used to exist, where there were three solo children, wait, and was, one turned wait, to the wait, dark side. Wait, Jason and Jaina, who's and then the third? Anakin Solo, yeah, yeah. Oh. the youngest one. Oh, okay. And guess what? The oldest one, so Jason and Jaina are twins. Yeah. Jason is Kylo Ren. Turn okay. to the dark side. Okay. And the person that redeems him is Jaina. Okay. Right. Yeah. The third kid is Anakin, who is also force sensitive. And he's younger. I'm just saying. I it d- takes. I mean it, that it's it's probably not going to happen. I'll say that it's probably not. But if J.J. Abrams wanted to right now, he could. He I could. Really could. I he could. literally would find I him really, and punch him in the face. I really. You would not like that. Ray is that. I don't see that happening. No, I don't at all. like that. Both of them. Like as like. It would be a nice conclusion Le- to the Skywalker saga. Great. Let's end it. Let's go elsewhere. I do elsewhere. not think that Leia in good conscience would be able to, like, seeing one child, like, turn to the dark side would be able to put her other children in squalor and not have a part in their life. Why? Candlelight's not the worst place in the world. Why? Because it would be far more stable. dangerous if they became what Kylo was. Kylo came, became what Kylo Stop became was because me, Luke, <laughs> because of Luke. Um, well, partially because of Luke. Yeah, well, he was the spark. But he was resentful towards Leia and Han for being and terrible sa- parents, and by me, the okay, way. Okay, so you're saying that if she was indeed a solo child, that Rey would not have recognized Han and Leia as her parents. What has been a long-standing theory of mine? Was that, that her mind is off. messed up from that. That yeah. Luke did something to her mind when they jettisoned her off. That maybe she was close to training. Or maybe she was what? about so to So maybe training. this is what happens. She finds out that she is a solo and kills Leia. From <laughs> leaving her on that terrible yeah. planet named Jack. I will okay. say right Here's now that's that, not happening. Okay, yeah, we could say, yeah, I mean, like, also from all, like an... One last thing before I lose my train of thought. <laughs> Hold on to that thought, Seth. Luke is told something different about his parents originally. Okay. He has no idea that his dad was Anakin uh, or that his dad was a, a Jedi really turned into a Sith. Okay. He has no idea. So, so Ray is being told that her parents are these idiots who just left her for drink money. Yeah. And maybe that's true. Maybe that's where they go. But maybe that's Kylo trying to break her down so much that she says, yeah, you know what? Let's do this. I'm just saying. I brought up this point, too, about the hold whole, like, <laughs> about Ray's parentage. Hold it. Hold about, it. I'm sorry. Wait. About how Emerald, like, she, keeps, uh, she keeps <laughs> a, uh, a rebellion doll. And she yeah. keeps a uh, fighter helmet. Right. But Jin, and her putting on that helmet yeah. is just totally so random. cute. Um, but Jin grew up in the Empire and had a stormtrooper doll. Uh-huh. So you're telling me well, that yeah, that's Ray propaganda, had no. Though. 
I'm just like, saying that Ray had some like she sided with one or the other without knowing who she was siding with. Well, I mean, she she lived in the ruins of those battlegrounds. But and, she could have picked and vampire. She, and she, you know, at, dead, at that at that point in in, in the story, so the, the, Rep- the Republic is the force in the galaxy. They're a peaceful force, and so the rebellion would would be you know cast as the heroes, and, yes. the, and their empire as the villains. So she finds the stuff. She's the winners. Oh, history, oh, the, right? oh, the stuff, like, the stuff of you know, if I find like an old. Nazi memorabilia. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be like, oh, the allies, you know, the French, you know, the, 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 the French people. resistance. That's stupid. They, some people. Like in Wolfenstein, like that's what it is. Like in that alternate America, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're like, like the winners are the ones that write the history books. Okay. Here, okay. So we, we could break, we could, we could look at that from a perspective within the story itself, but from outside of that, from like the people writing this story in Star Wars episode nine, like what is the point of having Ray be a Skywalker? Like why is that better than having just Kylo be the Skywalker? Um, I'm not sure it's better per se, but to me, like I, it's like is it is, is it. it a connection just for the sake of it being a, t- a connection? I think it would be a cool story of. George Lucas always said, you know, he, you know, he doesn't own the franchise anymore, so it's different. Mm-hmm. But he said uh, the original trilogy was meant to be about the kids. Mm-hmm. Prequels was supposed to be about the parents. Mm-hmm. And the sequel trilogy would have been about the grandchildren. Yeah, which is Ben Solo. So Grandchild. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, no, I'm just saying I, I, I just I have a I just, valid theory I just don't, I don't think it'll happen okay but I mean like right, you guys right, are failing to poke holes right okay <laughs> okay right now I'll say that I don't know if I see and it's JJ. like uh, of, 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 of there being a point in uh, Ray being a little I feel like it's right now I, I see I see a lot of value in her just being the nobody that, that helps <laughs> that helps but true. oh my gosh let's not mention that uh, again <laughs> But <laughs> but I mean like so right now I see it that way but you know before we when we record our thing before episode eight I really wanted to see you know the Jedi end and there be an evolution of Force user and that's not what we got but what we got they decided to keep it they, they kept dark. it which was great because they 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 still discussed the ideas that I talked about you know it was like the, the, all those things were brought into discussion but at the end I feel like they justified why the light and the dark exists and that so you know I, I and I was I was pleasantly surprised by what they did there compared to what I what I wanted so who knows but right now I kind of feel like depends it all depends where jj wants to take it yeah and chris and you know chris terrio yeah i think they showed that kid at the end of last jedi for a reason that's all i'm gonna say i I think that he's symbolic of a greater movement i think he has a purpose as do i i think he's just uh just yeah exactly i think said if he's not tied in to the the whole solo trio thing i say we never see him again I don't think we see him again. Why was he? I just don't understand why he needs to be tied into that. Why can't he? Doesn't he doesn't have to be. It's just a theory. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't get, need that to happen in episode nine for me to okay. enjoy all right, the story. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but would I like it? Hell yeah, I would like that. Okay. I honestly think that it was just to show that there are other Force users out there. It's yeah. Not oh, just that, Rey. That's another, sure. besides, it's not just Ray and uh, Kylo. Besides the fact that the Resistance has reinforcements on the way, essentially, it's that, yeah, we're, we're, we're maybe entering into a new era, an old Republic-like era, where there's going to be a lot of Force users popping up. And I think there's been kids, an awakening, well, and, it, yeah. and it's not just in Rey and Kylo. I think those yeah. kids were there all along. I think the Empire just was 
basically there to snuff them out or well, I think that make the, sure they I, never rose. I, well, I think that the movement of the Force is is a thing. I feel like you know the, the in the Force Awakens, the, the Force did awa- it awakened in Ray yep. and it awakened awakened in a lot of people. And I feel Awaken. like awakened. Awakened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we're entering a, a new era where there's going to be. It's not like the original trilogy where there was just a couple of people who are Force users that we know of. It, it's going to be. Uh, it, it, there's going to be a group of people. That's why it's going to be, I feel like, the, the Resistance amassed their, their resources, the First Order with the Knights of Ren and Kylo, and then uh, Rey with a, you know, a new generation of uh, Jedi. It's going to come down to... Because I, like, I, I feel like this movie really brought uh, the... Um, they had the military conflict with the Jedi being at the center of it, which we always talk about as being a really important thing. They always talk about Luke being the hope for the Resistance and all that. So they, they brought back Luke back to the center of it, and now... There's going to be that's going to continue into episode nine. That Ray and the new Jedi and Kylo and the Knights of Ren are going to be at the center of this last big showdown. Force Ghost Luke in episode nine, definite book it right now. Boom. Yeah, yes. I can buy that. Yeah. All right. So our spoiler cast is almost as long as the movie. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, if you're listening this long, thank you. <laughs> that is that thanks, is very guys. Nice. Drop us a line and we will. We love you, you too. <laughs> yeah. So we'll shout you out. Uh, shout you out. <laughs> shout it out. With uh, us chatty Cathy's in this, this corner of the table, Pavlak. Final thoughts wrapping up here as we move on. Um, Not at all what I expected out of this movie. Super unpredictable, and I think I enjoyed it for that reason. Very good. Very good. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I killed Seth. <laughs> that was really funny because she just... She but just unconsciously turns her head and her nose hits the mic and it goes creep. <laughs> <laughs> but Sam. I um I love this movie and I think it broke down this st- like they didn't follow the actual paths that everyone I I was hoping it wasn't gonna be a copy and paste of Empire and it wasn't. And I honestly don't know what they're gonna do with Carrie and Nine. I'm really um, I'm excited to see where Ray goes now, if she's going to be in the center of the resistance or if she's going to try and go off on her own and figure out. Because she doesn't have a teacher now. Mm. There's only one person in oh, the galaxy. Unless Force, Force, Force Ghost Luke yeah. is a thing. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Like, like Force Ghost Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um, her father we want. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't want to go into her. Pit, or I didn't mind her, that theory to yeah, be honest. Her but lineage anymore. Yeah. Done with that. All right. Um, yeah, I was like, I'm never theorizing yeah. again after what they told us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it sucks. I, I, yeah. But I'm, I'm wondering if Snoke is powerful enough that he could jump consciousnesses because he was not dead immediately when that lightsaber hit him. Just saying, in the E, I don't think well, he was yeah, dead immediately. He, would, he wouldn't have been. I don't think anyone would yeah. have been. The former EU. Cut him in half. Well, Darth Maul yeah. wasn't either. Remember, it's like the same thing. Yeah. He kind of like stares for a second. Yeah. So but maybe, maybe we'll see Snoke come back in someone else. Dude, Possibly. I, I was. I'll say that last thought before Seth does. I thought totally. That he was gonna come back. I was surprised he did. That he was gonna like join back together, like, <laughs> or, like, or like take over like one like, of the bodies uh, of like, the Praetorian uh, Guard, like okay. Nebula and get like Guardians, where she her like oh, yeah. body just snaps back yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. that, that was like a Palpatine thing for yeah. the longest time. That like he was so strong that he could. He was cloning himself basically and taking over in, like, bodies in like yeah. the Thrawn trilogy. In the well, yeah. EU, in, yeah, like Snoke was so powerful that oh, he could have. Um, he could put two minds together over a great distance. Didn't that happen in the Thrawn trilogy? So, Did, when they're cloning technology in the Thrawn trilogy, yeah. Then the, there's a clone of Luke and everything. Yeah, but the 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 focus on Palpatine's clones was Dark, Dark Empire, Empire, which was Dark a comic, Empire right? Two. Yeah, okay, Dark right, Empire, right, right, Dark yeah. Empire Two. Right. Okay. Wouldn't that be crazy if Snoke like takes over Hux's mind? Yeah. I hate that. Hux. <laughs> that would be horrible. Don't do, little, JJ, don't do it. Don't do it. JJ, don't do it. 
So Seth, uh, wrap it up. Um, yeah, wrapping up. Uh, I loved the Last Jedi. Um, I feel like there was like you know some some stuff that stood out a little bit with the Canto Bite stuff. Uh, but overall, I feel like this was such an amazing. Uh, bold, new, ambitious Star Wars adventure. Um, it really ranks among my uh, favorite Star Wars movies. I would personally probably put it above Force Awakens and maybe like Return of the Jedi to be like top three. Um, I need to set a little more. I've seen it twice. It's been out for about a week. Um, but um, I absolutely loved it. And um, Ryan Johnson, I appreciate you bringing your uh, creative vision to this franchise. Would you score it as high as I did? Uh, what was it, 9-5? Yes. That's what it was. Um, it would be in that range. It would be like in the nine nine five range for sure. Yeah, it'd be at least a nine. I really struggled with that for me. Um, yeah. So, my thought, you know, I'm I'm happy that we get to see a Ryan Johnson trilogy eventually. Yes. Uh, you know, jumping towards a, a new corner of the galaxy, maybe the unknown yeah. region or the unknown. Yeah. Is that what it is? But anyway. The unknown, yeah. I really, yeah, that was another. Yeah. Thing. I really love that this was just the creative vision of one single person. He wrote and directed it. First one um, since Lucas. So it was, saying a lot. So that's uh, that's great. That, that's great to see. Even the things, some of the things that were like, you know, it, it was all part of like this one, which is what this one guy wanted to do. Which is great. I'm great. I'm glad that the movie was driven by that. A lot of trust. Yeah, it's a lot of trust. Yeah, he's and an incredibly talented guy. The um, this was the first Star Wars movie, so I think a lot of us naturally is human beings get out of a movie and think that's our favorite movie. Not necessarily. Mm. Uh, you know, and as we've been a part of the Geekiverse for a few years now, we, we've gotten better at being critical. Mm-hmm. But how many times have you left the movie as a kid or a teen or even, even older than that and just thought, oh my gosh, like that's my favorite movie. Oh, for like, sure, yeah. It's fresh in your mind. Absolutely. This was the first Star Wars movie. I immediately didn't think that. It was thought-provoking. It was heavy. It was v- the most... Excuse me, I'm really plugged up here. It was it was the the most unique Star Wars film I've ever seen where it didn't feel, despite all the callbacks to Empire and Return of the Jedi, that it was too similar to, to any of those. So, after seeing it that second time, after thinking about this for probably 36 hours straight, it actually went up in my mind. And mm-hmm. that's saying a lot where it wasn't immediately, oh my gosh, that's my favorite. I sat there at the credits and I clapped, but I, I needed I needed a a process i guess to get where i wanted to go with it so i'm excited i have no idea where they're going with episode nine we are just over five months away from another star wars movie uh with solo solo Solo. do we think that's still on time for may i have yeah i think they would have pushed it by now i would too but i think they didn't want to get in the way of episode eight so rumor has it we're going to see a han solo trailer in about two to two and a half to three weeks i think they would do it I, i mean now that it's really not a lot of time. They they need to start pumping out the trailer soon. Once the last Jedi has a couple weeks to marinate, and I think they're gonna do that solo trailer in January. I heard that that was going to be an exclusive thing to play before Last Jedi as an enticement for people to go back and see it after sales. You know, take a little. Oh bit of yeah, that. interesting. Well, they, they can't really do that nowadays. With it. I mean, they would release it online because if not, people would just record it and post it online in crappy quality. But I think people would still pay to go see it. <laughs> people are nuts, uh, man. Not as much and as they did, not right as much here. as they did in the Phantom Menace days, where there was like literally no way to see that trailer other than by going to the theater I to agree. see it. I agree. Yeah, but who but, knows? Well, let's see what they try with that. I I want to yeah. know about it. We know nothing about that movie. We, we, really we know very little. Yeah. So it's uh, they're I think that's going to kick into high gear really soon because it's only five six six months away. So it is on our list of. Uh, most anticipated movies for 2018. You can yeah. check out the Geek Awards. Go to thegeekiverse.com and vote in numerous categories. 
uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi is a finalist for our 2017 movie of the year yeah. among a group of fantastic movies mm-hmm. all around. Uh, one of ten finalists. So uh, also worth mentioning, Mark Hamill is a finalist for our uh, best performance by a male actor. And then Daisy Ridley is a finalist in the female category of that. So we're really well excited. Earned. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. What is going on in the Geekiverse for you guys? And where can we find you online to bug you about all these crazy Star Wars theories? We'll start with you, Seth. Well, uh, Pete Hur, you can ignore this. Uh, don't bother me online. I but am at <laughs> Pete Hur. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm at Cap Americanski on Twitter. And uh, you can find uh, uh, me and Josiah just worked on a new defense theater video where Josiah well, yes, felt, we did. felt the need to defend the Phantom Menace, which is something that. I'm a new uh, dope. That's on your soul, my friend. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, curious to see what kind of reaction that gets. But <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. Bring it on, folks. But uh, also me and Josiah uh, have been uh, working on some uh, some videos to tie in with our end-of-the-year Geek Awards, some uh, some nominees and winner, winner videos coming out. So uh, we look forward to getting that out there in video form. So uh, I've never done to- so much graphic design in my life. Really? Like, yeah. Well... Gra- graphic content ahead, I say. Rated R. Yes. <laughs> For really cool. Speaking of rated R, Pavlok. This hey, guy over here. Those <laughs> those anime bangs are too hot for TV, my friend. <laughs> that's why we're, that's why this is a podcast. That's why it's not <laughs> Only can survive in audio. <laughs> Audience wouldn't be able to handle it. You wouldn't be it. able to handle it, people. I am on Twitter at Jeffrey Pavs and on Instagram, Jeff Pavlok. I would say that all aspiring writers, keep an eye on the Geekiverse. We will soon be launching a publishing imprint, and we will be accepting short fiction uh, submissions to be posted on our website. Yeah. And at some point, we would hope to do print anthologies as well. So if you are an aspiring writer and you want to see your work get out to the world, keep in touch with us. Video gamers as well. You reviewed a game this week. That's right. Nine Parchments from developer Frozenbite. Uh, it was a fun little game, nice little shoot 'em up kind of Diablo gauntlet style. Mm. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah. B-E-A-U-T-F-O. Sam, what's going on? Not much. Are you going to make the <laughs> microphone go <laughs> again? It looks like that one. Oh, there it is. Yeah. yeah I yeah, could. Yeah. I could. Uh, is it yeah. Sam's yeah. just here. Not yeah, much. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying, I'm about shutting down. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't have a Twitter because I don't want anyone to tweet at me, so don't. <laughs> she's um, everybody. She's, a, she's yeah, like, yeah. Instagram her. Yeah, I do <laughs> have an Instagram. Really yeah, <laughs> you're very much like Luke Skywalker. Go yeah. away. Was Go the away. First I thing came he to this said. island. She's on the octo of social yeah. media. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, came yeah. to this island to die. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to go to Twitter's. I want to die on first, Instagram. The first Jedi social media, Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Little Beans and Taco Cat, where you can see all my cute cat and dog photos. <laughs> I killed Pop. <laughs> um, I'm good. I'm good. I have been helping out with our Geek Awards articles to get those up and running. Um, as of right now, I have just been furiously um, playing Animal Crossing Pocket Camp when I can in my spare time and getting ready for Christmas. Oh, that's right. Man, I was forgetting about Christmas with all this yeah. Last Jedi stuff. Look what Star Wars has done to me. And I need to see it again. I will probably go see it again. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Got movie Pass now, so I'm going to see it. Oh, <laughs> just about. There movie Pass. Go. Highly recommend it. If you want to see Almost like look. a multi-pass. Multi-pass. <laughs> <laughs> Almost like movie phone. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> For more options, press one. I think Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to see? 
Oh, Josiah, go. where can we find? Do you, do you know what? what? Who, Stop pointing at okay. me. What is this? Do you know what you've? Okay, guys, I have a theory that's yeah. not based on race parentage. That is it the Seth, theory that Frasier is better than Seinfeld? You son of a bitch! No, what? no, no, no! <laughs> that Seth has hacked my Hulu. Re- why? Because I have been watching How I Met Your Mother lately. Yeah. And every time, the suggested show is Frasier. Aha! No, it isn't me. Is it someone in your own family? Your have your wife has been turned, betrayed by my own wife. No, it's just them wa- like listening to you. They're like, "Oh, we heard you talking about Frasier." Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. might be it. Actually. Eventually, yeah. Seinfeld pops up right next to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If that happens, screenshot it, send it to me, <laughs> so we can all freak out together. <laughs> Seth has my login. <laughs> So, Twitter, I am there, at Josiah D. Leroy. You can bet I'll be arguing with Star Trekkies and uh, probably Star Wars people as well. A certain amount of them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, th- some thought-provoking stuff coming from me in the coming weeks on Star Wars Episode Eight, as well as a look ahead to Episode Nine, codenamed Black Diamond. Yes. And, uh, of course, Solo, a Star Wars movie, which, or a Star Wars story, which is coming yeah. out in five months. Yeah. So uh, go to the vote on the Geek Awards. Video gamers, it's huge for a lot of categories there, but we've got you covered for TV, movie, and comics as well. Sorry, this is hard to spit out. With I, My nose is like completely plugged right now. <laughs> Which is crazy because it's freezing down here and mine is running. I wish it were running. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with thegeekiverse.com, find us on facebook.com slash thegeekiverse, Instagram at thegeekiverse, Twitter, that is our last underscore. We're going to find you, guy, who owns that that damn twitter handle we are still <laughs> at the underscore geekiverse uh we have a patreon so you can subscribe there at numerous levels uh, we'd appreciate any support there even if it's just the dollar amount per month mm-hmm. uh for Absolutely. other levels you get special perks uh so it's kind of fun we'd appreciate that youtube.com slash the geekiverse what am i missing itunes and soundcloud and uh oh uh fantastic t-shirts we mm-hmm. have a, a nice partnership mm-hmm. with them they have a new geek themed t-shirt every week that goes to support a family in need or a charity. Uh, so spend your money wisely there. Uh, you get a really cool geek shirt out of it. I got an awesome one a few weeks back. It was uh, Luke and Rocket, and it's Rocket saying, I need that guy's hand. Come on. <laughs> that's a pretty nice crossover. Yes, it is. My favorite is still the Ron Swanson Nirvana cover one. I love yeah. it, yeah. where he's swimming after bacon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. So yeah. that's Fantastic Tees, or uh, Fantastic.com. That's F-A-N-T-E-E-S-T-I-C. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. We have now gentlemen. surpassed the and length of with the us. last Jedi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if you've made it this far, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is going to be a bitch to upload tonight. <laughs> <laughs> for Sammy B, for Pavlock, anime Pavlock over there. For mm-hmm. Seth, I am Josiah. We appreciate you. We'll see you soon. Have a nice Christmas, and we'll talk to you soon. Good night, everybody. Happy Bye. holidays. Anything for you, anime boy? I, I totally just had a snap bubble at the end of that. I really hope it <laughs> doesn't come. I really go? hope it doesn't come through on the <laughs> and audio. And cue the music. <laughs>